I hear someone say that, and I don't think it's appropriate. You know, if you're going to have a nasty little program in the middle of your day, leave it there. To make the other programs, it's demeaning to us, and it it really insults my intelligence, and, and, you know, if that's not clear, I don't know what is. I'll talk to you later. It puts the lotion in the basket. Thanksgiving's here again, it seems like yesterday. That we were at Aunt Martha's for a jolly holiday. <laughs> Who could forget it? The way he packed that food away must take 50 plates to feed my brother. Leave on the spots, Josh. Slice up the spam, Sam. Pass me that salt, Walt. And then cut me some meat. I need some fried dough, Joe. So get it over here for toes. And then you better step back, Jack. And watch me eat. I love him dearly, I don't want him to be hurt But we'd be saying grace and he'd be halfway through dessert And it's pathetic The way he dribbles on his shirt It's always 50 plates to feed my brother <laughs> Big fat steak, Jake Chicken pot pie, guy Slab of cheese, please And a root beer float Let go of the fork, dog Get away from that roast pork Sing about that bird, nerd. It's going down my throat. So grab another plate, Nate. Open up the fridge, bitch. Dish out the spud, bud. And make room for me. If I'm a little uncouth, Ruth, it's because you got me a sweet tooth. Together again, man. Thanksgiving and me. Happy Thanksgiving to you, to us, to all. <laughs> exactly. 904-560 WQAM. Happy Wednesday to you. It ain't Thanksgiving yet, but we're getting close enough. Plus, uh, we're none of us going to be working tomorrow except Carlos. Now, what happened there at the end of Mo's show? I have no idea. Their board had a little glitch. <laughs> Their board had a little bitch. Yeah, I know that. That must be Robert you're talking about. That little bitch. Speaking of little bitch, boy, yesterday we talked about, and thanks to Miguel who uh, contributed something. It was about time. He had, he had two great moments, which in four hours ain't a lot. But that line about the Chicago, what state is that in? That was pretty good. That was amusing. Thanks. But the, but the other thing that he reminded us, of course, being the professional Cuban that he is, that yesterday was the third anniversary of Alien washing up on shore. All right. Which uh, you know prompted me to play all that Alien stuff, at least most of it. And wouldn't you know, five Cubans concealed aboard a disabled 21-foot motorboat towed into port by the U.S. Coast Guard popped out of their hiding place and scampered onto a dock before they could be stopped, virtually winning the right to remain in the country, but left on the boat. Unable to manage the few steps from the boat to dry land was the teenage son of one of the Cubans, and for most of the day yesterday, U.S. authorities wrestled with the question of what to do with the 14-year-old, who under normal circumstances would likely have been taken back to Cuba. Don't do that. In the end, U.S. Justice Department officials defused a potential controversy when they ordered the boy brought to shore. The reason the boy is to be a witness against two Miami men who allegedly piloted the boat and are accused of attempting to smuggle him in along with his father and four others. The upshot is the boy, his father, and their companions, like all Cubans whose feet touch U.S. soil, will now likely be allowed to stay in the U.S. Those detained at sea are routinely repatriated, sent back where they come from. Right now, the decision to dry-foot him has been made as a prosecutorial decision that he's a material witness at Jacqueline Barrera. Becerra, whatever the hell her name is, a spokeswoman for the U.S. Attorney's Office in Miami. Becerra said Tuesday night that the boy was not yet reunited with his father, who's being held with the other boat passengers by federal authorities. The case may have another wrinkle. 
Relatives of the alleged smugglers identified as Elizardo Ruiz Alvarez and Martin Mendez Diaz said the people that are accused of smuggling are, uh, are smuggling in are their relatives. Mirtha Mendez, who said she's Martin Mendez's wife, said the 14-year-old is her nephew and his father, whom she referred to as Lionel, is her brother. Other relatives said Ruiz's girlfriend, Dailene Abreu, was the lone woman among the passengers. Luis Crespo, who identified himself, are you following all these relatives? They're Cubans, aren't they? But you know, but you better write them down because this is going to be as famous as Maris Grisias and Lazaro and all those others. Maybe. Luis Crespo, who identified himself as a cousin of Ruiz's, said it was a not a for-profit smuggling operation. They were trying to save their families, he said, outside the Chrome Detention Center, West Miami-Dade, where family members gathered to wait for developments. There was no money involved. The boy, whose name was not released last night, was flown last evening by helicopter from Key West to Miami, where authorities held a closed hearing in federal court. Later, the teenager was expected to be turned over to the INS for placement, at least temporarily, in a facility for minors until Abuela can come up and check if his penis is growing. Well, don't you think? I've never if heard Abuela, that before. Then if Abuela comes and squeezes his penis, then it might grow a little bit? That must be only in their family. Yeah, right. <laughs> Monday's surprise disembarkation was especially... By the way, today is uh, our Thanksgiving show, so don't bother calling us. I saw a couple of flashes on there. It's a nice... Easy day for everybody. We're going to play all kinds of great stuff. It's going to be a piece of cake, a little turkey, a little stuffing, a little uh, whatever. Halava. Monday's surprise disembarkation was especially charged because it came on the third anniversary of the rescue at sea of another Cuban boy, Elian Gonzalez, <laughs> whose ensuing plight touched off an international custody dispute, as we all know far too well, between his father in Cuba and his relatives in the U.S., the so-called Miami family. The INS declined to comment on the new boy situation yesterday, saying it was part of an ongoing investigation. But agency spokeswoman Barbara Gonzalez acknowledged that officials did not fail to notice the coincidence of the date with Alien's arrival. Don't you think it's an act of, of God? Huh? Sure. Hey, you don't think these people planned this in advance, do you? Of course not. U.S. authorities believe the boy's mother may still be in Cuba, though the father reportedly is claiming custody of the boy. Oh, no, here we go again. Even if his mother should try to press a custody claim, legal experts say he's too old enough at 14 to successfully assert his desire to stay, that he is old enough, unlike Elion, who at age 5 was too young to apply for asylum without his father's agreement. The arrival of this group of Cubans also comes in the wake of the controversy surrounding the detention of those 235 Haitians who spilled out of a boat on the Rickenbacker Causeway last month. How do you like that? The Herald says they spilled out of a boat onto the Rickenbacker Causeway. Well, what a... What kind of... Animals. What kind of language is that? They spilled out of a boat onto the causeway. Nineteen Haitian men were repatriated because they were picked out of the water by Coast Guard before they could reach shore. The two Miami-Dade men accused of smuggling in the Cuban boy will appear before a U.S. magistrate today. Elizardo Ruiz's record shows the owner of a 21-foot well-craft boat. And it goes on about this Crespo that and that Crespo this and Ruiz and Gonzalez, etc. and so on. How do you like them apples, huh? There you go, just in time for Thanksgiving. Oh, oh I love it. How'd that poll come out yesterday? Boy, I tell you, you people out there, it's a good thing that we're not taking any calls. We're going to put any pressure on the audience. Just let them hop on the poll. We'll give you the new poll in a second, which I know you'll love, even though we draw the line at nine. Based on what you know, which country should the U.S. be attacking now, we asked yesterday. We had 1,105 votes. Some of them were even real. About a few hundred of them were even real votes, and the rest of them just went little bit like that. They went nuts when they saw this. Saudi Arabia wins hands down. Oh! 340. Shake your booty, baby. 340 said Saudi Arabia ought to be attacking. 
None. Any attack will lead to total chaos. 269 people said that. Iraq, 177. And there's uh, Richard Butler. Oh, out while we're there. It's well, Paula. Pakistan, 161. They're right on Iraq's ass. Canada for calling W. Moron, 110. That broad got, uh, she resigned yesterday. Under enormous pressure. We'll get to that. North Korea, 40. And Ira Iran, only eight. Only eight for Iran. Boy. Got a lot of stuff today. Girl admits leaving a threatening note on plane in West Palm. L'affaire des morons est fini, it says. <laughs> CBS News. Yeah, they, uh, they canned her, but she resigned. They gave her a chance to resign. And the person who faxed us that note yesterday about 6.40 a.m. going oldies tomorrow. I hate to break the news to you. Tom Jicka finally got one right. Nice going, Tom. It's nice somebody must have bought your radio for the holidays. WJNA is, is moving. They're swapping with LVJ in Palm Beach County. JNA is moving from 1040 to 640. But JNA is not an oldie station in the genre of magic. Their oldies are like mo oldies. I mean, mo old and the other ones, oldie and moldy. You know how old I'm talking about? Ancient. Like Frank Sinatra and Peggy Lee and that stuff. Big bands. Yeah, big bands. Benny Goodman. Meyer Lansky. People like that. Here's our poll question today. Who would you like to hear, uh, hear uh, do it right. Who would you like to hear 6 to 9 a.m. on WQAM? We have three, six, seven choices. The first team, Joe Geldy and Defoe. I'm happy with Mo, Rick and Suds, Paul Castronovo, Paul Castronovo, Ron and Ron. I wouldn't listen no matter what or classical music. See, the reason I put that I wouldn't listen no matter what is like people listen to Howard Sperm. You follow what I'm saying? Right. And the, they have to have some place to go. In other words, they're not going to change the dial if we put, like, on whatever. And then classical music. What would you like to hear on WQAM 6 to 9 a.m.? The first team. I'm happy with Mo, Rick and Suds, Paul Castro, no. Vo, Ron and Ron. I wouldn't listen no matter what or classical music. A magnificent choice, as we usually give you on this show. How about Neil 6 to 1? How about you work someplace else tomorrow? <laughs> How's that sound? And tomorrow, you don't want to be missing tomorrow. This would not be a good day to get canned because tomorrow is your big chance. You and the Beast are doing the show tomorrow. That's our schedule for tomorrow, folks. It's the holiday. 6 to 9 a.m. We've got uh, Dave Hagen, Curtis, and Vlad. Kurt, famous Kurt from 6 to 9. That'll be like a bunch of little kids playing radio, like, kind of like we do overnight between 2 and 6 every night. And I think Anthony was upset that he wasn't part of it. Well, he's too perverted. Nine to one tomorrow on this show, we got the Beast. The short, waddling, uh, big and fat, but not as fat as he used to be, Beast. He'll tell you the real inside story, how he got canned on the morning show, how uh, Troy cut him off at Balance for Life. All of that uh, tomorrow. Then the big, uh, oh! from one to five, four hours of uh, misinformation with a big O tomorrow, one to five, because we couldn't find anybody else. And then five in the afternoon tomorrow till six a.m. Friday, we got ESPN Radio which I think is damn nice of our people, because who the hell wants to have to work on Thanksgiving Day, right? Right. You're not supposed to be the one saying that. Miguel is supposed to say it. He's not working tomorrow. Right, I'm not Miguel? Working tomorrow. What? I'm not working tomorrow, no. That's what I just said. Dummy up, okay? Quit while you're ahead. Or we're going to go back to that People magazine, the best-looking guy poll again. By the way, we found out this morning Miguel is into the Kiefer Sutherland. 9.13 at 5.60 WQM. If you look in the mirror and you wonder, where the hell did that hair go? Remember that song by the Supremes, Where Did My Hair Go? God, I love that thing. Anyway, almost all men, sooner or later, start singing that song. Where the hell did it go? It's vanishing. It's doing a disappearing act. Charles Alfieri is there to help rescue your head. 
Because for over 25 years now, schleppers and millionaires and everybody in between have been going to Charlie to get a great looking head of hair because they know, even the rich guys, that even if they spend all the money in the world, they can't get a better, more natural looking hair than the natural hairline system. It's 100% undetectable. It's the best in the business to make a long story short. So if you're like under the age of 100, see, with me, it doesn't make any difference. I'm not vain. You know what I mean? I don't need some phony hair on my head. But if you're one of those younger guys who wants to look better and maybe get ahead in life or just get some head, call Charles Alfieri. Mention Neil Rogers. Take advantage of that special $200 QAM discount. <clears throat> and don't forget, Charlie uh, services and repairs all kinds of hair systems while you wait for only 25 to 30 bucks. It makes them look a lot better, too. You have nothing to lose but that big, grotesque, shiny, bald spot because everybody gets Charlie's 30-day guarantee. If you don't love the way it looks and feels and smells, Charlie will give you a full refund. If you're not getting laid at least four or five times a day, he'll give you your money back. So make the call today and get you some hair. 1-800-321-2413. The choice is yours, a silly-looking mousy piece or a great-looking head of hair. 1-800-321-2413. Or log on to the website, charlesalfieri.com. Live, Live and local. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. Happy. Day to you, happy day to you, Jesus Christ, happy day to you. All right, Jesus Christ. WQM. Happy Thanksgiving. It's our annual Thanksgiving show, which I finally wised up this year because, uh, you know, I could have worked tomorrow. They would have been happy to have, uh, like, one regular on tomorrow. And I said, uh, I thought about it for a couple of seconds, and I said, no, no I don't think so. Why the hell would I do that? Am I a moron or what? The poll is up. The brand-new poll is up there. Who would you like to hear 6 to 9 a.m. on WQAM? Rick and Suds, 4. The old first team, Joe Geldy and Defoe, 1. This poll just went up there only moments ago. These are the early returns. Ron and Ron won. I wouldn't listen no matter what won. Classical music won. I'm happy with Mo zero and Paul Castro over zero so far. But those are the very early returns, okay? Don't get too emotional about that. Don't uh, also forget 12:30. Give me the reminder. Give me a little nudge by long distance. Okay. For the football game. No, seriously, don't let me forget about that. 
Got the Patriots and the Lions. Remember the Lions who beat the Bears on Sunday, according to Miguel? Uh-huh. The Patriots and the Lions are playing. Now, where is that game? Is that at Detroit? Now they usually I are. To answer. I don't know. They usually are. Those games they usually, usually are. That's right, because it's a Thanksgiving, uh, it's a tradition. You always have Dallas and Washington play, which they're playing the late game at 4.05. 12.30, it's the Patriots and the Lions, wherever the hell they're playing, probably in the Pontiac, no doubt. Far enough away from the inner city to be safe. At any rate, so uh, that game will be on CBS, and I'll be uh, just sitting here. I'm not going to, like, ignore the show for that half hour, am I? Yes. Yes. That's heavy-duty stuff. This is a big game. Even though it's a girls' team that they're playing, nevertheless, it's a very, very big game for the Patriots, who were like wobbly in the second half of that game against the Vikings. Vikings haven't won a game on the road since before Abe Lincoln was a child. And the Patriots tried like hell to blow it. A 15-year-old girl traveling with her soccer team admitted to leaving a threatening note on an airplane as a prank, officials in West Palm Beach said. Brilliant. What are we going to do with that bitch, with that little girl, huh? The girl whose name was not released by FBI investigators will not face federal charges. She may, however, be subject to state prosecution. All right. Said Palm Beach County Sheriff spokesman Paul Miller. The note which read, there is a bomb under seat 19C, death is a coming, was found tucked inside a window shade on the plane. What a sense of humor, huh? The girl who's from Palm Beach County had returned home from Atlanta aboard the Monday morning flight official said the note was discovered early Monday afternoon as about 200 passengers were boarding for the plane's return to Atlanta, officials from Delta Airlines said. The plane was searched and its boarding passengers were rescreened, Miller said. TSA spokesman Brian Doyle said the flight to Atlanta was delayed for about two hours. It's believed to be the first threat made by a juvenile at the Palm Beach airport, Miller said, and hopefully the last. You know what I'm saying? I know we got a lot of wise punks out there, but uh, this ain't the time to be screwing around about uh, bomb threats, bitch. Look at that. Rick and Suds are out to the races on that pool. How do you like that, huh? Woo! Have you taken a peek at that? 24 votes. Good golly, Miss Molly. I love this show. Get out of here. Here's the news you've been waiting for. It was just a matter of time, eh? Prime Minister Jean Chrétien's communication director resigned yesterday over that controversy caused by her private comment last week that President Bush is a moron. Absolutely correct. Francois Ducrot, who initially offered to quit but was kept on by Chrétien, is leaving the Prime Minister's office after all, according to a statement issued by Chrétien's chief of staff. What a surprise, huh? Man, <laughs> I need help. In a letter of resignation to Chrétien, Ducrot wrote, it is very apparent to me that the controversy will make it impossible for me to do my job. I would therefore like to leave my position as Director of Communications immediately, the letter said. I'm grateful for the support you've given me during this difficult time. Chrétien accepted the resignation this time, responding in a letter. In your almost four years as Director of Communications, you've served the government as a whole, that's with a W, and me personally, with extraordinary skill and dedication. I wonder which side of his mouth he said that out of. The comment made in a discussion with the radio reporter last week at the NATO summit in Prague, Czechoslovakia, Czech Republic, has dominated Canadian media, and opposition politicians had called for a resignation. What a moron is the quote attributed to Ducrot during what she called a private conversation with a reporter that was overheard by other reporters who wrote about it. She apologized last week, but the furor has continued in Canada, eh? On Monday, some opposition members of Parliament noted the comment appeared in an Iraqi newspaper editorial characterized as Western opposition to Mr. Bush. Chrétien initially tried to play down the incident, telling a Prague News conference the comment was unfortunate that Mr. Bush was a friend of his and not a moron at all. You should see some of the letters to the editor of the newspapers here. There was a cute one yesterday in the Star that said, Isn't it possible that Mr. Bush could be Chrétien's friend and a moron also? That's good. Yeah. Because birds of a feather, you know, morons of a feather hang out together, is what he said out of the right side of his mouth. Oh, I'll tell you, he's something, that Chrétien. They got billboards around town here doing the countdown to when he leaves office. 
Like, I think he's got six months to go or something like that. In the bottom of the billboard, it says, why wait? Leave now. <laughs> it's beautiful. He also denied, Chen that the comment harmed relations with Washington, saying he received no official complaints from the U.S. officials at the summit. Probably because they all know that the president is exactly what he said. Palm Beach radio station swap spots on the dial. Let's get this right. And who better to turn to than our good, close, bald-headed friend, little Tommy Jicka, who at least wrote something about radio. It's not about a station in Dater Broward, but at least at least it's something about radio. That's a start, Tommy. At least it's something about the local scene as opposed to another one of those 8,000 puff pieces about some network TV show, like that crappy movie you were ballyhooing, that Martin and Lewis thing. That was a real piece of turd. It says, Thanksgiving won't be a day rest in Palm Beach Radio, WJNA, home of adult standards by adult standards by the likes of Frank Sinatra and Barbara Streisand, is shifting from its current home of 10.40 a.m. to 6.40 a.m. Whoever sent us that fax yesterday, get us get your facts right on your facts, okay? Get your facts, facts right. To make it easy for listeners to remember, the transition will take place at 6.40 tomorrow night. Well, see, this is dated November 28th, which is tomorrow, on the website, and it says tonight, so I'm assuming that means tomorrow, Thanksgiving night, whatever. WLVJ, which currently offers Christian programming on 6.40 a.m., will change its base of operations to 10.40 a.m., a worse signal, because who the hell wants to hear that? Both stations, which will retain their current call letters, are owned by James Crystal Broadcasting. The switch is being made to expand the reach of the music station. 6.40 is a more powerful signal than 10.40. When the transition is complete, WJNA is expected to be available from southern parts of Dade County to Port St. Lucie. Despite the switch to less potent dial position, WLVJ will be available throughout Broward and Palm Beach counties, according to General Manager Steve Lappa. <laughs> oh, brother, we know about him. From the moment it settles into its new dial position, WJNA will be playing holiday music through Christmas Day. Let's hear it. Okay. Huh? For WJNA. Aren't you excited about that, Frank Sinatra, Benny Goodman? That's strong. Little Glenn Miller action? My. My. And local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. In my country, we have no Negroes. We need a leader who will get us back on track. Maybe it's time we had a president who's black. All right. I've seen him on TV dressed up in his soldier clothes. I heard his running mate might just be James Earl Jones. <laughs> his name is Colin Powell. He happens to be black. The latest polls say he's the leader of the past. Some folks used to close their minds. They say there ain't no way. Time to change, who knows our next one could be gay. 932 at 560 WQM. This fax you just sent me is one of the most amusing of all time, and it goes to show you time to as usual is full of crap. Because if I have to choose between believing the facts or believing little Tommy bald-headed Jicka. I think you'll go with the facts. I'll go with the facts. It says, Dear Neil, please have faith in this fact, so while I heard Jicka's comments on the radio station WJNA, I must totally disagree with his column. I'm the writer who wrote you yesterday, and as someone who drives a truck with an AM radio, I listen to 1040 AM each day for about five hours. I certainly hope those five hours aren't like around 9 AM to 1 PM, because obviously now he's not, he's listening to us. 
While only on occasion they will slip in a real moldy oldie, they play mostly 60s stuff with plenty of Eagles, Fleetwood Mac, Chicago, Vogues, etc., a very refreshing change, proving once again, in reference to Tom Zicka, proving once again any asshole who thought Alf was entertaining should probably start bagging groceries for a living. I stand by yesterday's letter. Thanks, and we thank you profusely for giving us the facts on your facts. Frank Sinatra and Barbara Streisand, my ass. See, when he writes a column like that, it gives the impression that it's one of those stations that's like a throwback. I mean, that stuff went out with knickers and high-button shoes, man. That went out with, like, men's two-piece bathing suits. And you guys didn't even see Smallville last night? Shame on you. Shame on you. That was pretty emotional. And Clark actually was kissing at uh, Wolf. Well, she was a wolf. She's a wolf in uh, Hot Babe's clothing. And, of course, we, we went to commercial there. We didn't actually see what happened after that emotional kiss in the cave. God only knows what happened in there. Squirt, squirt. But I doubt it. And then at the end of the show, Lana, just weeping, falls into Clark's arms because she got the call at what's-his-name. See, you do know what's-his-name. Whitney. Whitney. See, uh, Miguel's got a thing for Whitney. He likes blonde guys. Yeah, Whitney uh, Whitney is missing in action. He's M-I-A. I'm, I'm saving this fact. I'm going to frame it. And that's going to be the assignment for Carlos. Can you remember this? Sure. Go. On your way home today, now let's see, 1040. It's still, I haven't changed frequencies yet. And you're going to have to do it today because otherwise they're going to be playing just holiday Christmas music starting right. like uh, tomorrow, tomorrow night. So on your way home today, tune in 1040 WJNA. Sounds like a Canadian station to me. And uh, just give us a report on Friday of what they're playing, okay? No problem. Mark that down and uh, mark it right underneath that uh, thing you got noted at 12:30. Remind the old man that the uh, football game's on. I already got that up on CBS. You got it up. All right. Speaking of Thanksgiving, the first Thanksgiving occurred, and, and I'm just getting my stuff out of the way here right now. Okay. Once I clear the deck, which I don't have all that much, that is, is, I got a pile here halfway to the ceiling. Dude, it's really sad. The stuff I'm never gonna. I, I know I'll never get to a lot of this stuff, but it's just it's there's a lot of good stuff in here, but I'll never get to it. But at any rate, uh, the important stuff, the really uh, earth-shaking, earth-shattering, like that kid that washed up on shore with those other uh, Cubans. I'm sure Alien is just very uh, emotional about that back in Cuba. Probably wants to come back here and buy the kid a uh, Happy Meal, wouldn't you think? Let's celebrate Christmas together. Yeah, let's celebrate Christmas by having Abuela come over and check out your penis. See, I, I keep mentioning that because both of these guys, both Carlos and Miguel, are, and George as well, if he were there today, which he's not. Uh, incredibly embarrassed because back during those days when that nasty crap was going on, it was suggested, oh, this is a, this is a common thing in Cuban families. This is a custom. I had never heard of that before that, that day. Gran that grandmothers check out little kids' penises to see if they're growing, you know? <laughs> never before. Right. Ever, ever, ever before had I ever even heard of any such thing. Father O'Toole thought, he, he said he thought it was a pretty good idea. First Thanksgiving occurred in Florida, researcher says. Let's hear it. All right. Something good for Florida, maybe. Michael Gannon says he is known in Massachusetts as the Grinch who stole Thanksgiving after declaring it was the Spanish and not the Pilgrims who first celebrated Thanksgiving in the New World. Gannon, a University of Florida history professor, a gator, said the first Thanksgiving in a permanent settlement occurred on September 8, 1565 in St. Augustine. Pedro Menendez de Avales, an 800 Spanish settler, celebrated a massive Thanksgiving and invited the native Siloy tribe who occupied the site. He said, did I tell you St. Augustine is older than sawdust? Ancient. 
It was the first community act of religion and thanksgiving and the first permanent European settlement in the land, Gannett wrote in his 1965 book, The Cross in the Sand. The pilgrims didn't have their first Thanksgiving meal until 1621, a full 56 years after the Spanish. Menendez and his followers probably dined on cocido, a stew made from salted pork and garbanzo beans laced with garlic seasoning. <laughs> Hard sea biscuits and red wine, said Gannon, based on what the Spanish had aboard their five ships. Cocido. Ever hear that? Nope. No. If the, <laughs> if the Seaboy Indians contributed food, then the menu could have included wild turkey, venison, gopher tortoise, mullet, corn, beans, and squash, Gannon said. And just think, they didn't even have vino back in those days. Gopher Father, tortoise? Gopher tortoise. Or go for the gold. Father Francisco Lopez de Mendoza Grajales. Oh, I love that. I'd like to say that about a hundred times today. Father Francisco Lopez de Mendoza Grajales, that's with a J. Am I saying that right? Sounds right. Celebrated the first Mass on that day, and he reflected in his personal chronicle that the Indians imitated all they saw done. The first Thanksgiving is recounted by Gannon, and we gather together an article published in, his, in this month's St. Augustine Catholic, the publication of the Catholic Diocese of St. Augustine. The 1565 celebration wasn't the first Thanksgiving, Gannon said. Numerous Thanksgivings for a safe voyage and landing had been made in Florida by such explorers as Juan Ponce de Leon's in 1513 and 1521, Panfilo de Navarez in 1528, Fernando de Soto in 1529, Father Luis Cancer de Barbastro in 1549, and Tristan de Luna in 1559. But none of them had a name like Father Francisco Lopez de Mendoza Grajales. <laughs> I love that. I'm saving this. Oh, I gotta have this. Name. Father Francisco Lopez de Mendoza Garajales, the French who came to the St. John's River near Jacksonville in 1562, and René de la, de la Laudonniere in 1564, also offered prayers of Thanksgiving well before the pilgrims get in. So the pilgrims were Johnny-come-latelys. They took credit for the whole thing, but they were like uh, way down the line. Here's something I predicted on this show months and months and months a long time ago. While other people were touting it on this station, which since we draw the line at Nyan, I won't mention no names. Look at the way Rick and Suds are pulling away from the pack on our pole. Who would you like to hear 6 to 9 a.m. on QAM? Rick and Suds, 49. Is that incredible? I'm not surprised. 49 for Rick and Suds so far. Out of uh, the first 115 votes. I wouldn't listen no matter what, 21. Now, I'd say those probably would be Howard Sperm's people, but I don't know. Because uh, he's still on now. Uh, the first team, Joe Geldy and uh, Defoe, 15. Maybe Howard ran out of lesbians this morning. Uh, Paul Castronova, 13. Oh, hey, listen, Paul, no matter how much you try to load up this uh, poll, it ain't going to help. You're not getting hired. This is just for fun. I'm happy with Mo, 6. Ron and Ron, 6. Classical music, 5. We'll get to the uh, soul, even, and momentarily. And that is a sad note. The soul are going out of business. They're leaving. That sucks. Yep, we have no soul. Oh, we have no soul in Miami. Dyke basketball leaves town. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Rick Riley stole my briefcase. I like to fart in his face. That smarmy dink, what gives him the right? Oh! I think his wife bought a bite it off tonight. Yes. Rick Riley stole my briefcase. What a disgrace to the human race. Oh, Rick, you're a schmuck. Hangover sucks. That wheel of meat should also include Rick Riley's butt. Oh, oh, oh. Rick Riley stole my briefcase. 
I need help. Rick Riley, you're an asshole. Yeah. Go to hell. From the twisted minds who brought you Halloween comes an entirely new dimension in horror. Don't look in the oven, or you'll experience the stark, naked terror that is Thanksgiving. <laughs> a family just like yours eats a bird that was once alive. More stuffing, Todd? Mm -hmm. And they eat until they feel like they're going to explode. <laughs> but it doesn't stop there. Uncle Luther! Now it's time to entertain the in-laws. Is that fish I smell or the dog? I'm allergic, you know. And you'll think they're never going to leave. So, uh, where do I put these suitcases? And just when you thought you could escape by watching TV, you discover Ooh. there is no way out. Now, game number two of our holiday NFL quadruple header. Thanksgiving. The annual terror is back. Was that a good lamp? Oh. Now playing in a dining room near you. 946 at 560 WQM. You know what they say? These are the times that try men's soul. Okay. Isn't that what they said? <laughs> yeah, that's what they said. Financial woes forced the soul out of Miami. Oh, oh no. Maybe we could use a good exorcism now. The sun has set on the soul, says the sun sentinel. Citing financial difficulties and need to concentrate on Miami's NBA team, Eric Woolworth, the Heat Group's president of business operations, is expected to announce today that the organization and the WNBA have decided to cease operations in Miami, as predicted on this show, probably right around the time they started. Didn't I tell you that the Dyke Ball would never make it in this town? Yes, you did. Woolworth spent most of the day on the phone with the WNBA office. Owner Mickey Arison referred all questions to Woolworth during Tuesday night's Heat game against the L.A. Lakers. Woolworth, Eric Woolworth, although we used to like his five-and-dime stores a lot, Woolworth said he was instructed by WN. Do they still have Woolworths or are they out of business? Not down here, anyways. I haven't seen them. Woolworth said he was instructed by WNBA officials not to release any information on the Heat group returning to the franchise to the league, which will relocate the team. We were told by the Board of Governors not to make any comment, Woolworth said. Neither the six-year-old women's basketball league nor the three-year-old Seoul have ever turned a profit. The league officials wouldn't say how much money the team lost since its inaugural season in 2000. You can bet your bottom dollar it's a bundle. It is estimated the company spent $2 million this year. That included coaches' salaries, plus the players' housing, car rental, travel, and food expenses. The league paid the players' salaries. The league is owned collectively by the NBA owners. We knew that the team ownership felt the team had run its course in Miami with them at the helm. Didn't we also lose the uh, our good buddy Ray Hudson and the soccer team, the Fusion, huh, not too long ago? No yep. more soccer. Oh, how do you like that? What is going on in that town, for crying out loud? This is Ray Hudson, Miami Fusion's head coach, and I love the queen of South Florida, Neil Rogers. Should be in Buckingham Palace, but we'll keep him here. Oh, too bad we couldn't keep you here, Ray. We dealt with the team, but he had a good sense of humor. Miami is the second team to be cut loose by an NBA franchise this year. The Orlando Miracle was disbanded earlier this year. Their motto was, if anybody comes to see us play, it's a miracle. Several other WNBA franchises have been rumored to be considering relocating to San Antonio, including the Detroit Shock, the Charlotte Sting, and the Utah Stars. That's with two Zs. The Stars. The soul was never mentioned, making today's expected announcement more stunning. How do you like them apples, huh? <coughs> Miami loses its soul. That should have been the headline on the front page of the paper right under the new Ilion. Better than that sunsets thing. Hijacker confessed under threat of castration. I like this story. 
This is from the UK independent newspaper. The Arab-Israeli citizen accused of attempting to hijack an aircraft in flight into a building said yesterday that he never tried to seize the controls. Tafik Fuksaraid said he confessed when Turkish police threatened to castrate him. Mr. Fukra, that's for short, a Palestinian with Israeli citizenship is being held in a Turkish prison after being accused of trying to hijack an El Al flight from Tel Aviv to Istanbul on November 17. El Al portrayed the incident as proof of the efficiency of its security. Mr. Fukra was wrestled to the floor by two security guards posing as passengers. Mr. Fukra claimed in an interview with Israel's Haaretz newspaper that he never tried to hijack the aircraft. He said he ins instead had an altercation with a stewardess. Mr. Fukra told Haaretz he was angry because, as an Arab, he had to endure extra security checks at Tel Aviv Airport. I was nervous on the flight, he said. It was the first time I ever flew. I got up before landing, and the stewardess yelled at me. I shouted back, and the security guards pounced on me. I fell to the ground. I don't have any more memory of what happened after that. There were wildly differing versions of the events on the flight. Mr. Fukra's version tallies with some of the early accounts, but several passengers said they saw him try to break into the cockpit. Last week, the Israeli government described the incident as a terror attack. Mr. Fukra said he confessed under duress from Turkish interrogators. They told me that they castrate anyone who doesn't cooperate with them, so I told them anything they wanted to hear, he said. That's the way to do it. We ought to be doing that down there in Gitmo with Al-Qaeda. Yep. Either answer the questions or we'll cut your balls off, right? Oh! That's the way to do it. Still this pussyfooting around. Is it 12.30 yet? Is the Patriot game on? Five more minutes. Okay. No, sir, I'm very serious about that because you know me. When you get old and feeble like me, oh. Can't even remember to put your shirt on in the morning. That's why I'm sitting here in my uh, shorts. No really? socks. Nice and comfy. Going to make it almost to 28 degrees today. The sun is shining. Blue sky. It's beautiful. Every time somebody gets on there before the show, like Troy Stratford, oh, you're freezing your ass off up there? No. Got a whole bunch of snow? No. None. It's it's beautiful. It's a machaya, as they say. As they say in Turkey, it's a real machaya. Who would you like to hear 6 to 9 a.m. on WQM as our poll question today? A very important programming a poll right at the holidays. Very, very crucial. 152 votes so far. Rick and Suds pulling away. 72 votes. 47.3% of the Neil Rogers audience wants to hear Rick and Suds in the morning. I wouldn't listen no matter what you guys put on 24. The first team, Joe Geldy and Defoe, 18 people want that back. Paul Castronova. Now, isn't that interesting? <laughs> isn't that something? He's still stuck there at 13. Now, that was about 20 minutes ago, and I said, don't bother trying to load up the poll, Paulie, because no matter what, you're not getting hired on this station. All of a sudden, I guess he went away. Don't take it personal, Paul, unless you want to. 13 for the Paulie man. Classical music, 10. Ron and Ron, 9. I'm happy with Mo, 6. Dead last. Boy. But don't get me involved in that, because you know uh, how we do it on this show, don't you? We draw the line at... Nine. Right. Thanks, Robert. Backstabber. Boy, I'll tell you, remember that Herbert Philbrick thing, I led three lives? That's before your time. Way before. About the counter-spy. If, if ever there was a guy qualified to be a counter-spy, it's Robert the Greek band. Boy. He's all over the place. Even And the best part of it is, even he doesn't know which side he's on. Because he enjoys it so much. He enjoys all the backstabbing so much. At least 85 people fall ill aboard cruise ship. This isn't the same old story. This is a new one. I don't know what am I ever going to have to say to get you people to stop wasting your money on those cruises. There is nothing good going to happen on a cruise ship, okay? You're going to get sick. You're going to get caught in a hurricane somewhere. Some crap. You're going to fall overboard. You're going to get seasick. All these things. Your wife or girlfriend is going to get raped. 
Disney Cruise Line said yesterday at least 85 people are reporting flu-like symptoms four days into a seven-day cruise to the Western Caribbean aboard the cruise ship Magic. Maybe they can rename it Tragic. Disney spokesman Mark Jaronski said the former head of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention Vessel Sanitation Program, Don Turner, has been hired and flown to the Cayman Islands to join the ship today. How about those Leafs, by the way? Oh! Pulled it out of their ass. Boy, I'll tell you, Andy the Beagle played pretty weak last night. But they won at 5-4, beat Washington last night. Panthers in L.A. tonight. Are we carrying that game? You betcha we are. Panthers at the L.A. Kings. We got the Shitco Panther preview at 10, and the Panthers and the Kings 10.30 tonight. No more ties, please. Nice win would be nice. They haven't won a game since what? Since about two, three years ago? We got Mad Dog at one. We got the Humper at three. Unencumbered. Well, it's the day before Thanksgiving, so it's good that we all work the full four hours. None of this other uh, pussy putting around. And then we got the big oh. seven tonight as he warms up for tomorrow's big uh, one to five show. Anyway, he's there because of his years of expertise in overseeing cleanups, Jaronski said. And he can work with our experts aboard the ship to make sure everything is safe and get this thing under control. Yeah, right. Yeah, they're going to have a meeting at Louis in the Bronx where he'll be safe. The Disney spokesman described the sickness as like the flu and said the symptoms are mostly vomiting. Oh, lovely. And diarrhea. The CDC tells us it appears to be spread by person-to-person -person contact, Uronsky said. But the cruise line said the CDC has not excluded other possible sources, including food or water contamination. Yeah. Disney also dispatched two Walt Disney World microbiologists to help oversee steps to sanitize the ship. How do you like them apples? So it just keeps happening like an epidemic of these. And, of course, we had that uh, that Holland, that Amsterdam deal, that ship, the ship from hell. There's only two more important things that are definitely, well, maybe three, that i definitely got to get to here before I unleash all of this. Good. And you notice a lot of the stuff, most of the stuff I'm playing today, we haven't heard in about 100 years. Have you noticed that or not? Yeah, yeah it's all old stuff. <laughs> well, what's wrong with that? Nothing. You don't sound too enthusiastic about it. Well, I haven't gotten to the good. I haven't gotten to the real good stuff yet. I'm holding back. Just a little bit of a tease. Tease. Okay, this Miguel man. It's pretty obvious to me that uh, George has gotten to him. <laughs> no, seriously. When he told you that business about, well, you're not getting paid for this anyway. So, so you know, pretty soon he's going to want to get uh, paid for, by the word. Fifty cents. Like John Davidson, a hockey guy, wants to get paid by the word. Sex shop makes religious conversion, sells Bibles instead. Let's hear it. Oh! Born again. Putney, Kentucky. Named after our close personal friend Michael Putney at Channel 10. In this mountain community made up of largely conservative Christians, Michael Brathwaite and his adult novelty shop didn't fit in. Church-going neighbors did everything they could to close him down. Nothing worked until a higher power intervened. Brathwaite, with tears pooling in his eyes, said God persuaded him to close the shop, burn the sex toys he had in stock, and open a Bible bookstore in its place. All right. A pile of ashes in his parking lot is all that remains of the vibrators, leather goods, books, and other porn paraphernalia. I sure hope the women that come in there don't confuse them Bibles with the uh, vibrators, you know what? Remember that scene in The Exorcist? <laughs> Let Jesus... Morally, I couldn't sell it any longer. He said, it's something you can't do when you're saved, sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. Holy crap. Now neighbors are embracing Braithwaite, helping him to restock his five-year-old store with Christian merchandise and buying groceries for him, his wife, and daughter until his new business begins to turn a profit. Let's hear it. Good. For that good, the best business in the world, baby, that good old-time religion. Live and local, this, this is Five City. The radio's all yours now. QAM. Howard David. 
sentenced to die for a crime he didn't commit. I'm a victim of circumstance. Now, on the lab, he seeks to clear his name. I'm a citizen only the one-armed man knows the truth. He is the Stogetive. I could have been free. Everywhere he goes, the police are at his heels. Very engine, shuttle Charged with a violent crime. The Stogetive, starring Mo Howard as Detective Gerard. I wonder where that lunkhead is. Larry Fine as the one-armed man. I didn't do it. He's the one. And Curly Howard as the Stogetive. The Stugitive, rated R for... I told you there was good stuff coming, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Oh, you didn't like that? I liked it. 1002 at 560. I'll tell you something. I, I, uh, I'm lost. I don't think I've ever done this before. I'm doing a show today, and you know why? Because of the habit. This is may sound like an excuse, which it is. But of the habit of doing those shows on Thanksgiving every year, so I've convinced myself that this is Thanksgiving Day. It's not Thanksgiving Day. There's no football game on today. And you assholes there, you both going along with it. Yeah. You guys thought the football game was today? You guys? I no, you both. You both. You both. Both of you were saying, oh, yeah, we'll remind you, 1230, it's on CBS. You don't know what, what's going on. The, I even wrote myself well, we can't remind you tomorrow. You yeah. both are doing so many drugs before you get started every morning, and by the time it gets to be 9 o'clock, you haven't got any idea what planet you're on, much less what day it is. No, I thought you wanted us to remind you for tomorrow. I wrote the note down, nudge, at, at 12.30 for nudge the game. Nudge this, okay, nudge this. Thanksgiving, and I put a present well, Thank goodness for that. And also, and, and by Eric, we don't want to bother you. I know it's the day before Thanksgiving. You're probably in training for tomorrow. But we do have to make, I didn't mean Ron and Ron, I meant Bob and Tom. And I, again, I'm just, I'm lost today. I just had a brain fart. Sorry. So thanks to my close uh, personal friend here who's a chronic faxer for reminding me. And of course, probably said, I noticed a lot of phones flashing earlier and we're not answering the phones because we don't want to put, you know, pressure on the audience to have to call in today on this holiday show. But they're probably saying, hey, idiot, asshole, why don't you get it right, okay? So I didn't Stupid. mean, right, that's me. I, I, at least I fess up to it. I'm a moron. Maybe it isn't the president. Maybe it's me she was talking about. I don't Seriously, mean... you thought you wanted us to remind you tomorrow? You wanted me to remind you tomorrow? No, I thought it was today. Will you just shut up or quit while you're behind? How about Bob and Tom? We don't want Ron and Ron on there. Although they, well, leave them on there and then put uh, Bob and Tom on also. We can leave Ron and Ron. They got 12 votes. They're certainly not in last place. <laughs> Anyway, who would you like to hear 6 to 9 a.m. on WQM? Be sure and get Bob and Tom on there, Eric. I don't want to get pushy. I know you're under a lot of pressure. You're not getting any sleep. You're being worked like a overworked like crazy. By the way, did you ever get that stuff from him about those links? No. The only links he knows about are the uh, Jimmy Deans. Those are the only links he cares about. He can eat about three four packages of that before he even gets out of the sack in the morning. Rick and Suds 95. I wouldn't listen no matter what, 29. The first team, Joe Geldy and Depot, they want the boys back, 23. Classical music, 15. I think that would be appropriate for the show to be following <laughs> Beethoven and that stuff, don't you? Yeah. Paul Castronova, 14. He voted again. Ron and Ron, 12. And I'm happy with Mo. Boy, we draw the line at... Yeah. And that's how many votes he's got, too. Boy. So thanks for reminding me, because how could I... I meant Bob and Tom. I didn't mean Ron and Ron. But since they got a few votes, and even though they don't exist anymore, leave them on there just for kicks. Now, here's the story I've been meaning to get to, because you know what a dog lover I am, and I feel really bad we're not doing a fundraiser this year for uh, 
what the hell's the name of that place? Pet uh, animal pet rescue? Abandoned, abandoned pet rescue. Abandoned, whatever the hell it is. Abandoned pet rescue. And that's because Miguel is lazy and because he doesn't get any help from Fat Doreen back there who's too busy eating Doritos and, and the Twinkies. And so he didn't want to, like, take the whole project on by himself this year. Plus, it just, I don't know. It You're just the one who happen. said no. What? You're the one who said no. That, no, that was the second time. That was after I said, let's go ahead and do it anyway. No, originally it was, I was told no. I was told, you don't really want to do this, do you? You don't want to do it, do you? We're not doing it, do you? By who? Who told you that? You and George. No. Well, George told me that directly. Ah. He, said, he said you were the one didn't want to be bothered with it because you have to do all the work. No. So either you're calling George a liar while I'm George calling is calling him a liar vacation? on the air. <laughs> I love it. I tell you, that was great in Amsterdam. That was that was some good times. What did I do? Two shows from there, something Two or like three that. From there, yeah. well, it wasn't really such good times because I was sick the whole damn time with that. Oh, that uh, that sinus infection. But those were pretty interesting because uh, Miguel and George were like uh, hostile, just ripping each other like crazy. I just had to sit back and you know, <laughs> and watch the spectacle. The spectacle. Fifteen thousand years with man's best friend. Tight bond between dogs and masters unleash research surprises, according to CNN.com. About 15,000 years of friendship between man and dog have helped man's best friend to develop unique ways of understanding humans, abilities that still are somewhat mysterious to scientists and dog lovers. Several studies released this week found. Don't forget, remind me of that football game. Okay. Whether it's a beagle, basenji, or basset hound, scientists say dogs all over the globe descended from one common ancestor, probably somewhere in East Asia about 15,000 years ago, and they have followed man through his migrations over the earth. Dogs are an important part of our human history, and until now there hasn't been much common knowledge, only a lot of common guessing about their origins, said Peter Savolainen, a geneticist at the Royal Institute of Technology in Stockholm, Sweden. You know that Hans Blix, the chief uh, weapons inspector over there in Iraq? Right. He's a Swede. Did you know that? I thought he was Dutch. That name sounds very Dutch to me. Hans Blix. He's a Swede, which means he probably don't like the Jews too much. But then again, who does? Three studies in this week's Science Magazine provide evidence that early humans had domesticated gray wolves by the time they crossed the Bering Strait to settle a new world 12 to 14,000 years ago. DNA analysis of dogs worldwide showed the most genetic diversity in East Asia, meaning dogs would likely have been domesticated there the longest. Another study that compared old and new world dogs found that canines in North and South America also descended from that same Eurasian mother. We know that dogs were... What? What did you say about whose mother? I said your mama. We know that dogs were useful for lots of things in Stone Age culture, as draft animals, as in hunting, for warmth and protection. So Jennifer Leonard, a postdoctoral fellow at the Smithsonian Institution's National Museum of Natural History. And ensuring food, shelter, survival, and play, modern dogs have somehow genetically acquired an insight about humans that has earned them the title of man's best friend. It looks like dogs really do understand what we're trying to tell them, that they're thinking about what we want, and they understand what that we're trying to communicate, said Brian Hare of Harvard University, who authored one of the studies. Do you ever wonder that, what dogs are thinking? Seriously, you ever wonder? Oh, come on. Where did that come from? <laughs> that sounded like one of the things they would drop in on one of the sports nerd shows. The real Bush League <laughs> drop-ins, okay? Come on. It's in there. It's in where? It's in the DCS. It is in the DCS under what? Dog Bark? SFX-Dog. Get out of here. I've never seen that in my life. SFX. I don't even have SFX. That must be something that uh, Shrimp Boat put in there after I left. It's not in here. No, I don't have any of that. Good. Thank goodness. Not only did the dog's hair tested pick up on what human researchers were trying to convey, they surprised scientists by doing it much better than other species, even chimpanzees. 
Hare's experiment worked in the following manner. A researcher stood near two containers, one of which had food inside, testing dogs, puppies, wolves, and chimpanzees. The researcher would send some cue either by looking at or tapping out or putting some mark on the food container. The adult dogs and puppies picked the correct container far more often than either the chimps or the wolves did and far more often than the chance levels. Controls ruled out the possibility that the animals smelled the food. By doing so, the dogs defied the expectations of a lot of scientists. Wolves have bigger brains than dogs, so it was thought the wolves would do better, Here said, and chimpanzees are primates closer to humans, so it was thought that they would do better, but they didn't. Even the theory that the adult dogs would outperform the puppies because they had spent more time with humans was quashed when puppies as young as nine weeks old successfully picked up on subtle cues from human researchers. Dogs have a talent for reading social cues in a very sophisticated way, Here said. These results are not so surprising, the zoology professor and dog behavior expert Patricia McConnell. Domestic dogs follow humans like a laser and watch the behavior of their humans with a focus that is astounding, said McConnell, a professor at University of Wisconsin in Madison. This opens up big and interesting questions about how social intelligence is passed on genetically. But McConnell said what not, what's not yet understood is which of the cues that humans give are the ones dogs pick out as relevant. Perhaps you've taught your dog to sit and you want to show this off to your friends, McConnell say. You say sit, but he just looks at you. What do you think Brian Murray says to his dog when he wants it to sit? The dog, she said, might have learned to sit not by words but by how your head was turned or what your body language was when he was learning. If those things are different in a room full of people, the command sit may not do the trick. These visual clues can be critical, said McConnell, who often work works with aggressive dogs. A difference of a quarter of an inch in a human's head movement can be the difference between a calm dog and one that attacks. How do you like that? Scary. But with one common ancestor, why the vast differences in size, shape, and skills between shepherds and shih tzus, bull mastiffs, and border collies, it asks. And I didn't make that up. It says shih tzus right here. That's all the work of humans, not genetics. It says people started creating designer dogs about 500 years ago, said Salvanian, the geneticist at the RIT. That's the Royal Institute of Technology, not the Rochester Institute of Technology, right across the lake. Upper classes started breeding better hunting and herding dogs than cuter lap dogs. The American Kennel Club now recognizes 150 breeds, and they're all keeping a watchful eye over their, their humans, it says here. And they're kind of like a nice little piece on dogs during the holidays. Don't we love our dogs? Yes. And it's too bad we didn't raise a whole lot of money for dogs this year for abandoned pet rescue. But, Miguel, we just, you know. Right, it's all I, I, fault. I, I think you're right. It's George's fault, lazy spick. It's both their faults. No, no, it's George's fault because he's not there today. True. No, seriously, he's lazy. He didn't want to be bothered with it. Well, he might the have had to make a couple... say it. What? He's the first one to say he's lazy. Right. So I'm not talking behind his back. I'll tell him the same thing when he comes back next week. He's a lazy spick who's gotten like, uh, you know, he always knows that I'll be there like to go to bat for him when somebody, the unmentionable one, try to get his ass canned. I'm always there to go to bat and scream and holler. When he needs a new contract, I'll get my lawyer to go and uh, scream and holler and try to get a hold of Greg and get him like another couple of cents an hour. Stuff like that. Nothing worse than spoiling the people around you, Carlos. So as a result of that, just to use you as a, an example, this paycheck you got the other day on the 25th on Monday? Right. That was the last one for a while. Thank you. It's okay. Learn a little bit of respect. Twelve minutes after 10 at 560 WQM. Look at that poll. Rick and Suds are off to the races, baby. 105. Who do you like to hear? 6 to 9 a.m. on QAM previous to this show every day. Rick and Suds, 105. I wouldn't listen no matter what you put on there, 35. The first team, Joe Geldy and Defoe, 25. Classical Music, 15. Paul Castronovo, 15. You're sucking wind, Paul. Ron and Ron, 14. I'm happy with Mo, 11. And Bob and Tom got a vote. We just put them on there. If they'd have been on from the beginning, they'd had some votes. They're great. We love Bob and Tom on the show, don't we? Yeah. Yes, we do. And they love us. 
Twelve minutes after ten at 560 WQM. You know, it's the most wonderful time of the year or so they say. I should start that again. You know what? Please. Well, because I didn't like pause for you. I'm sorry. It's the most wonderful time of the year, or so they say, whoever they are. But if you're in need of a new mattress insured on time, do you really want to be schlepping around town fighting traffic lines and parking? Of course you don't. Then do what I always do. Call Dollar Mattress, toll-free, 1-800-MATTRESS. Dollar Mattress makes it easy to buy a bed. Call 1-800-MATTRESS right now, and an expert bedding consultant will help you find the right bed at the best possible price. The whole ordering process takes less than five minutes on average. Don't be fooled by other stores' so-called sales. Dollar Mattress offers great low prices every day with no showroom shell games. Dollar Mattress carries the area's largest inventory of Sealy, Serta, Simmons, and King Crow mattresses ready for same-day delivery. They care about your bedding. They want you to have a great night's sleep. I've been sleeping on a Dollar Mattress for years, and I guarantee you they are the best. And if you're expecting company for the holidays, check your mattress in your guest room. Need a new one? And call Dollar Mattress right now at 1-800-MATTRESS. You'll rest a lot easier knowing your holiday guest will be sleeping comfortably. Avoid the holiday shoppers. Don't waste time going from store to store. Do the smart thing like I do. Call Dial a Mattress, 1-800-MATTRESS, M-A-T-T-R-E-S, the easiest possible way to buy a bed. And be sure and tell them that old Neil told you to call. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. You call this big market radio? Yes. No. Police stop my car. Police stop my car. The police made me stop. Walk a straight line and blow a balloon up. Police stop my car. Police stop my car. The police made me stop. at 560 WQM. Even though he's on vacation this week, George still needs the cash and is still hoping to get lucky. That's why Carlos will be there. And Miguel will be there, too, tonight at Treasure Island. Yep. Join George for happy hour tonight, Treasure Island, 5 to 7 this afternoon. Stop by to win our usual QAM low-budget, crappy, embarrassing prizes. And enjoy drink specials, too. <laughs> Treasure Island, just north of the 122nd Street exit off the Palmetto. No special uh, hot babe there tonight? No. They're all hot babes. How about the fat boy? Can't get much hotter than that. Two hundred and thirty seven votes on the pool. Who would you like to hear? Six to nine AMs on QAM. Rick and Suds, hundred eleven. Forty seven percent of this crowd. Shocking. 
Like I said, it just changed again. 113, 46.5% of this crowd. I wouldn't listen no matter what, 39. The first team, Joe Geldy and Defoe, 29. Paul Castronova, 17. No chance, Paul. Ron and Ron, 16. That's interesting. Guys that don't even, that don't even work together anymore, they got 16 votes. What does that tell you? Classical music, 16. I'm happy with Mo, 11. And Bob and Tom already have got a pair. Don't forget, find me that football game, 12.30. Pre-game show at noon. Okay. On CBS. Your eyes are bigger than your belly seems to me. But turkey's so good when there's football on TV. Thanksgiving's over, now you've got foul memories. There must be 50 ways to eat leftovers. <laughs> 50 ways to eat leftovers. You just slap it on red, Ted. How about Thanksgiving's over, now you've got foul memories. There must be 50 ways to eat leftovers. <laughs> 50 ways to eat leftovers. You just slap it on red, Ted. How about a souffle, Ray? Turkey pot pie, guy. But don't serve it to me. Put it on a stick, dick. And give it a quick lick. Don't care what you do, Stu. But don't give it to me. Somehow inside the fridge a turkey multiplies. I've eaten so much that it's coming out my eyes. Wings and thighs and legs and breasts that just won't die. There must be 50 ways to eat leftovers. 50 ways to eat leftovers. Yes. You cook a nice stew, Make it a shake, Jake. Turkey con carne, Barney. Don't give it to me. It's nothing but swill, Bill. It's making me sick, chick. I'm way overfed, Fred. Just slap it on red, Ted. How about a souffle, Ray? The problem is all inside, I bet she said to me. But the answer is easy if you practice orally. You must enhance your foreplay cunnilingually. There must be 50 ways to eat your lover. Fifty ways to eat your lover. Lie flat on a back, Jack. Go down on a clam, Sam. Use a vibrating toy, Roy. Just listen to me. Roy! Click the alphabet, Chet. Don't get your mouth out and suit wet. More capital T, Lee. To satisfy me. I said I treat that act with the utmost disdain. To go south with the mouth, I'm sorry, I refrain. But if you insist, then would you please explain about the 50 ways to eat your lover? 50 ways to eat your lover. Alright. Just kiss on a trim, Jim. Buck her up on a BC. Eat a piece of that pie, guy. Now listen to me. Dive on a muff, duff. Just give it enough touch, more capital T, to satisfy me. It can strike any of us. Chuff. 
The tragedy of sexual stuttering. It frustrates you, and it infuriates the guy in the apartment next door. Would you say his name already? You're making me sick over here. If sexual stuttering afflicts you, take heart. Chuck, Chuck, I said it. Chuck, oh, cured. My name is Bob. To get on the road to recovery, call the sexual stuttering hotline at one eight hundred o o o o o. Yes. Who do you think is going to be next? Is it going to be Paul McCartney or Ringo? What do you think? Hopefully Ringo. I 1026. Mean... That was Carlos who said that, and he don't like the drummers, okay? Look what happened to Dennis Wilson. He's dead. Let's talk about famous drummers who are dead today, shall we? No. Instead of playing these silly comedy bits. Let's play comedy bits till 1 o'clock is what we're going to do because it's Thanksgiving Day. Don't forget about that uh, football game. I I'm serious. I sat here thinking that uh, it was Thanksgiving Day. Not when I started, but uh, as we got into this, you know, about like a 30 seconds into it. And I'm thinking about the football game and about, uh, I don't know. It's what happens when you get old and febrile, man. In fact, when you get old, or even if you're young, you ought to be taking good supplements to help you stay in good health. In fact, they, I'm sure, have one to help your mind. We've talked about that in the past at Oleomed. They do. Oleomed Mediterranean formulas are advanced combinations of the best olive oil you'll find anywhere, along with vitamins, minerals, herbals, and combined with other nutrients as well, scientifically designed to provide natural nutrition solutions to help you support specific health needs. Like I said, they even got one for your mind which I better start taking right away. Look for Oleomed's three new formulas. They have one to help you sleep, one to help you control your weight, and CoQ10, which is so important for your heart, all using the benefits of the purest, the finest, the bestest olive oil you find anywhere. 
Only Men's an outstanding new product that's available all over town. Pick up some today at your nearby Publix, Eckerd's, or Walgreens store. Make sure you know you shop at the right Walgreens. For more information, call Oleomed toll-free at 1-866-OLEOMED. That's 1-866-653-6633. You can also order their products online. Their website, theoleomedamerica.com. And one of the most striking announcements of our lifetime, if you visit your nearest Publix and buy an Oleomed product in Dater Broward, you can get you a coupon for a free Larry Coker bobblehead doll oh my God. while supplies last. Don't forget to visit their sampling pavilion at Sports Town every Sunday when the Dolphins play in home games. Pick up some free Oleomed samples and product information, and for your health, start popping some in your puss today. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? The Schmeling Mint introduces the definitive collection for the anal retentive. The feces of the species series. Yes, we are pleased to pass on to you the most exotic animal droppings collection available today. Our animal doodle replicas are handcrafted of the finest pewter. Order today, and your first stool will arrive in two weeks. A classic cow chip. The real you can almost smell it. You'll marvel at the attention to detail and be amazed at the enormity of the elephant and the cuteness of the bunny bullet. Order today, and you'll receive our special bird series. See what it looks like before it hits your windshield. Be a part of this powerful movement. There's no time to waste. Call now. The feces of the species collection is going fast. There was an old farmer who lived on a rock. He sat in the meadow just shaking his fist at some boys who were down by the creek. Their feet in the water, their hands on their marbles and playthings, and at half past four, there came a young lady. She looked like a pretty young creature. She sat on the grass. She pulled up her dress and she showed them her ruffles and laces and white fluffy duck. She said she was learning a new way to bring up her children so they would not spit. While the boys in the barnyard were shoveling refuse and litter from yesterday's hunt. While the girl in the meadow was rubbing her eyes at the fellow down by the dock. He looked like a man with a sizable home in the country with a big fence out front. If he asked her politely, she'd show him her little pet dog who was subject to fits. And maybe she'd let him grab hold of her small tender hands with a movement so quick. And then she'd bend over and suck on his candy so tasty made of butterscotch. And then he spread whipped cream all over her cookies that she had left out on her shelf. If you think this is dirty, you can go yourself. As I was watching 
by TV one day. A man came on the tube and told me NATO and the Serbs were firing shots again, and I said, Does anybody really know where Bosnia is? Can anybody tell me where? The globe keeps changing all the time. I can't keep up, so I don't try. I thought that war was obsolete these days. The Russians packed it in and CNN is on the watch all night and day. Yeah. So I But I'm not trying to be a wise guy. Can anybody tell me where? Yeah. I don't Jim, do you have any idea where they're going to take this suspect? 
Well, Funny he farm. would be taken, I would think, right to the Lyon uh, prefecture, right to the police uh, station in, in Lyon. Uh, Jet was headed from Bologna to Paris, and they stopped in Lyon and landed, and everybody's safe, and everything, they got the guy in custody. And it's not a terrorist hijacking, it don't look like it's a crazy person, how unusual that is, huh? But, of course, it's breaking news because CNN's got to hyperventilate, and so does everybody else. Every news there is breaking news. Right. Happy Thanksgiving to the City of North Miami Parks and Recreation Department from Joey's All-Star says this fax. I have no idea what it means. P.S. Bring back softball to Ben Franklin Park, America's Park, for Americans, black, white, Latino, etc., and yada, yada, yada. And bring Elian's cousin over, too, whoever that kid is. Let's see. Here's another one. Shameless request. Can you play President uh, Dumb Schmidt and the syphilis? Sue? Well, we just one out of two ain't bad. We'll get to the other one, even though Dion will be pissed off and flip me to bird again. Huh? Come on, Dion. What do you say? Let's kiss and make up. No. Come on. Come on, Dion. No. Ah, frick. Go wash that hat, by the way. That would be a good poll question one day. Who do you think has washed their hat most recently? Dion or Rick Shaw? Not Carlos here. I was about to say, or me. Really? I never even looked at you that close to notice they even wear a hat. It's my lucky hat. Anybody that looks like you, I don't think I'd be looking that close. Anyway... And that thing with George, you know, that ugly Chuck business, that was nasty. That was mean-spirited. The excuse being that we already got that freaky Carlos out front, that bitch receptionist queen. So we don't want to have two Carloses. So it's not to confuse everybody. We'll come up with another name for our Carlos, Ugly Chuck. Nice. I think he wanted nice. to be known as Gorgeous George or something. That's why he wanted me to be called Ugly Yeah, well, Chuck. you know about those wrestlers, don't you? Well, there's also Carlos McCary. Another producer. Yeah. So you got to separate the Carloses. Now all of a sudden you're going to start talking when uh, you know when we don't need you. But I don't need to be here at all. Period. <laughs> oh, woo! <laughs> A threat. Did you hear that, boy? The ventum. Since Monday, since that People magazine poll, this this guy hasn't been the same. He just not the same. <laughs> just lighten up a little bit, okay? It's the holidays. Everybody's in a great mood except you. Man, that was that was downright nasty. Did you hear that? The vents of it is voice. Woo! I could feel it all the way up here like somebody put a dagger in my Rectum. back. 292 votes on, on the poll. <laughs> no, don't, don't you start laughing now. It's too late. Too late. Okay. Boy, we've been wounded Go ahead. by our close personal friend, Miguel. I told you he'd turn on us like a rat. Didn't I tell you that before he came in? Yeah. yeah. I was right. Who would you like to hear 6 to 9 a.m. on QAM? 297 votes. Rick and Suds, 134. I wouldn't listen no matter what, you assholes. Put on 47. The first team, Joe Gelty and Defoe, the old first team, like it used to be. 40. Classical music, 21. Ron and Ron, 19. There is no Ron and Ron, but they beat Castronova by a vote. He's got 18. I'm happy with Mo, 13. Not a lucky number, Mo. And Bob and Tom, 5. They got in there late. Late edition. Are you going to be all right now, or are you going to get uh, testy with us again? Testy? Didn't I give you credit for a great line yesterday? The thing about Chicago and Illinois, whatever the hell I was, that was a great line. Then oh you got all emotion. Then you got all emotional about this uh, kid washing up this Cuban kid on shore, and you just haven't been the same since. Ten forty-one at five sixty WQAM. Hey, New Balance has done it again. Just as that big Thanksgiving meal is going to make you sit down and relax tomorrow. Hey, guess what? Tomorrow's Thanksgiving Day. Thank you. New Balance's South Florida wants you to be up on your feet to head in for the big after Thanksgiving sale. This is absolutely, positively the time to talk turkey at New Balance. They've been putting thousands of people in the most comfortable shoes they've ever felt, including my great walking shoes, and now it's your turn. 
And the good folks at New Balance are going to help you with 15% off on their entire stock, plus up to 50% off on selected styles. What does that mean to you? Big, fat savings. New Balance is stuffing you with savings on all your athletic and footwear needs, like shoes for cross-training, running, walking, or lifting weights, or cross-dressing. New Balance wants you to gobble up shoes for any of your weekend warrior activities. Make the pilgrimage to New Balance for the big after Thanksgiving sale with 15% off on style, sizes, and widths of shoes that you used to have to shop for in uh, catalogs or mail order. You got that? New Balance is your one-stop shop. They'll even special order for you, no extra charge. New Balance has got sizes from infant all the way up to size 20, so there are no excuses to keep you away from the big after Thanksgiving sale. And you get all the trimmings, too, like New Balance athletic shorts, shirts, and all styles of athletic socks. You can find New Balance in four great locations, Aventura Mall, Pinecrest, Boca Town Center, and the fourth will be their newest location, Palm Beach Gardens, opening in December. 15 to 50% off right now. The other stores are turkeys compared to the price, service, and selection you'll find, like I said, after Thanksgiving. Not right now, but like starting Friday. Now, what the hell was that? What are you doing over there, man? I, I didn't sure. do anything. Not sure what I hit. Ah, Carlos done it again. Like I said, at New Balance of Miami, we're going to kick Carlos's ass out. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Hang this up, baby. Okay, so anyway, this wasn't, uh, it looks like really a serious hijack, and this guy's like a little, and he didn't have a gun. See, talk about the networks jumping the gun. He had a remote control, is what they're saying now. You know, like a TV remote control? Dangerous. Maybe he wanted to change channels and they got pissed off or panicked. I don't know what the hell it was, but talk about everybody a little bit on edge, okay? Especially during the holidays, is what's going on. Uh huh. Speaking of on edge, Henry Kissinger is back again. Maybe we can have peace in our hand. You want to have a peace in your hand? President Bush today named former Secretary of State Henry Kissinger to head a new independent investigation of intelligence failures before the 9-11 terrorist attacks. The announcement came as the president signed the bill authorizing the commission, which the White House resisted until just two months ago. Dr. Kissinger will bring broad experience, clear thinking, and careful judgment to this important task. 
<laughs> Mr. Bush said at a signing ceremony in the Roosevelt Room of the White House. Mr. Secretary, thank you for returning to the service of your nation, he be saying. The commission dubbed the National Commission on Terrorist Attacks upon the U.S. has a broad mandate building on the limited joint inquiry conducted by the House and Senate Intelligence Committees. The independent panel will have 18 months to examine issues such as aviation security, diplomacy, terrorist financing, and border problems along with intelligence. You hear that, Miguel? Border problems. Uh-oh. Like all those people washing up on our shore lately? The right thing to do is get to the bottom of all the circumstances that led to the 9-11 attacks and to see how we can strengthen and improve the U.S. ability to protect our country. White House Minister of Information, Ari Fleischer, said. How do you like that? So Henry Kissinger, he just freaking won't go away. Here's Andrew Dice Clay for Diceroni. All right, let's say you're eating. You're sick and f***ing tired of f***ing potatoes and that stovetop s***. Do like me, honey. Eat this. Diceroni. Come on, it's almost as simple as you. Put the f***ing bag in the f***ing pot and you turn on the f***ing stove. You think you can manage that, honey? Hey, butter bing, the f***ing thing's done. So, remember, Yankee Doodle came to town riding on a pony, stuck a feather up his ass and called it Diceroni. Oh! It ain't pork or chicken, but a fat Siamese. Yet the food tastes great, so you don't complain. But that's not chicken in your chicken chow mein. Seems to me I ordered sweet and sour pork, but Garfield's on my fork. He's purring here on my fork. There's a cat in the kettle at the Peking Moon, the place that I eat every day at noon. They can feed your cat and you'll never know Once they wrap it up in dough, boys They fry it real crisp in dough Chowlin asked if I wanted more As he was dialing up his buddy at the old pet store I said, not today, I lost my appetite there's two cats in my belly and they want to fight I was sucking on a roll it and a tums or two When I swear I heard it mew And that is when I knew There's a cat in the kettle at the Peking Moon Think I gotta stop eating there at noon They say that it's beef or fish or pork But it's purring there on my fork There's a hairball on my fork <laughs> They're funky, they're old, they're the California prunes. So then you're getting old and gray, and you're constipated every day. Give us some relief, and that's for sure. And so for you, we got the cure. Just eat some of us, feed us every day. And then flush your class away. Don't you know that they're wrinkled and they're tasty? Madame Yusuf is so tasty. Yeah. X-Lax is nice, but it don't work fast. Just eat some wounds, they're real blast. On the party, yeah. On the party, if you eat us, you're a smarty pair. <laughs> 
California prunes. What a way to go. This is Debbie. Yeah, hi, Debbie. I'm interested in getting some operations done. Okay. And some body contouring and some liposuction. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if you get some tummy tuck and uh, lip augmentation, cosmetic breast surgery, face lift, all of these things. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering... What would you like to start with? Well, I, I need to get everything done. Probably the first thing I'd like to have removed is my uh, my thing. Okay, we don't do that. No. Could you do breast implants, though? Uh, it can be done, but mm. I don't know what they would do it right away. It puts the lotion in the basket. Mm-hmm. How much? Uh, 5000 Excellent. I'd like to have my skin resurfaced, too. Mm-hmm. Laser surgery. Mm-hmm. Have the lambs stopped crying yet, Mommy? Excuse me? Don't hurt Mommy's little baby. It puts the lotion in the basket. I'd like to get the liposuction that I saw on TV. Okay. Can you make me look more like a woman? Well, we'll have to see you first, and then yeah. upon looking at you, we can tell you that when we see you. Should I wear my skin suit made of body parts, Mommy? Uh, if you'd like to. It puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? Yes. Okay. Um, there is a $100 consultation fee. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Um. My name is Buffalo Bill. Okay, let me get a little Mommy. information from you, okay? Just Mommy. one moment. You're, it right? puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. It puts the lotion in the basket. Do you want to come in for a consultation? For it life? puts the lotion in the basket. Uh, okay. Do you, would you like to make an appointment or do you want to call me back? It or? puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. I've got that. my skin suit nipple necklace. Bill. It puts the lotion in the basket. I understand that. Would you like to make it an appointment? It puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? It puts the lotion in the basket. Okay, I will talk to you another time, okay? It puts the lotion in the basket. Hello? Love stinks. Love stinks. 
56 at 560 WQN. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So how are we making a little progress now or what? What? <laughs> well, no, earlier it seemed that you were like nonplussed by the stuff I was playing. Now I think we're like starting to come along a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Join George for happy hour tonight at Treasure Island from 5 to 7. Miguel's going to be there. Maybe he'll be in a better mood at that time. Okay, maybe he'll get lucky. Maybe he'll get drunk. <laughs> and what was that farting noise that uh, Carlos made on the air earlier? I took I took something out of programming. For some reason, the board went crazy when I did that. Nice. Don't do it again. Stop by to win prizes, enjoy drink specials. In fact, I bet you George is going to be telling him about it any moment now. My, my and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Kill Nicole. He's walking, yes indeed, he's walking, most definitely, I'm betting, oh Jay is going free, not guilty, that's the plea, could do it, with those skimpy knees, he's skating, oh Jay will soon be free, watch him every day on the TV trial, the other day I saw him crack a smile, waiting for the motion for the big mistrial, when him and Johnny Cochran do a big high five, he's walking, can't you see, I'm talking, J.B. Free and he'll be right back on ABC. Welcome back to ABC's Monday Night Football. We're proud to have back with us an old friend. Just great to be back. Glad to have you back. Yeah, Listen, we're, uh, we're sorry about some of those jokes. The, uh, the Buffalo Super Bowl ring thing. I don't want to Way out of line. No big deal. And how's that new rental car treating you? It's nice. You know, this time I got the red interior. You know, just to be safe. He's walking. Guaranteed spending millions of those legal fees. So we owe him a big apology. Juice walking. Yes, indeed. And I'm hoping... But he'll never be house-talking his ex-wife number three. Hello, 911. Yeah, hello, 911. This is Mr. Simpson calling. Yes, yeah, Mr. Simpson. What is it now? Oh, it's nothing. I just wanted to make sure my speed dial was working. If you love those great songs from those great mafia movies, you flip over real mob hits. Not only does real mob hits give you more of that great mob music, but you also get awesome sounds of real mob hits. Like Luca the Ice Pick Fiamma getting his at the 106th Street Barbershop. Forget about it. <laughs> or who can forget Sally the Fish getting the old piano wire across the throat. <laughs> if I remember correctly, it was a B flat. <laughs> So order real mob hits now if you know what's good for you. Just by dialing 1-800-BADA-BING. Real mob hits. Hey, it's real. Forget about it. 
Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Rambo 4 and 5. Uh, how are you? John Rambo still alive. I wanna make movies four and five. My life ain't going great. Planet Hollywood's broke. Unfortunately, I speak like I had a stroke. First blood came in '82. That's when I hurt my penis and it never ever grew. Rambo two was in '85 late. Uh, Rambo three was in '88. Shooting and looting and tooting my gun. I did not make this movie with my son. Uh, his name is Sage. He was in. Rocky Five and Daylight, the tunnel movie. A little bit of cash is what I need. I gotta get a loan from Apollo Creed. I gotta have another hit movie or a Broadway show like Ben he I guess nobody ever saw Copland. It was stupid. I guess I understand. My whole life is about to cave in. All I got left is Jennifer Flavin. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I need to make Rambo 4 and 5. <laughs> Check it out. So call me up. I really need a script. I can do dialogue or keep it zipped. I like comedy, action, adventure, and drama. The only thing I will not do is have sex with a llama. So give me a break, for goodness sake. I used to be on Oprah. Now I can't get on Ricky Lake. Right now I got a one-man show in Poughkeepsie. Basically, I'm an unemployed gypsy. A little bit of cash is what I need. I gotta get a loan from Apollo Creed. I gotta have another hit movie. Or a Broadway show like Benahid. I guess nobody ever saw Copland. <laughs> it was stupid, so I understand. My whole life's about to cave in. All I got left is Jennifer Flavin. And that's why, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I need to make Rambo foreign. Uh, how are you? Absolutely. Don't get in that Mercedes. Princess Di, we're begging please Paparazzi's coming after you You're gonna crash into a wall No more rich guys for you Princess Di is gone Oh, Princess Di Princess Di is gone She's really gone Went into a tunnel Hello, wall <laughs> They say our love is taboo, that what we're doing is wrong, but I don't care what they say, cause my love is so strong, they tell us we should be ashamed, we're not husband and wife, but I cherish each moment with you, I'm so glad you're in my life. You're my prison bitch, my prison bitch You're not like other men I'm glad we share a prison cell When lights go out at ten I can't escape the way I feel Now that would be a crime as long as I am doing you, I don't mind doing time. Cause you're my prison bitch, my prison bitch, and I have no regrets. I got you for a candy bar and a pack of cigarettes. 
At first you were resistant, but now you are my friend. I knew that I would get you in the end. Thank them. Five sixty WQAM. See, the audience wants to hear that. It's one of my favorites. There you go. But you notice Miguel. Miguel just. I'm, there's nothing we can play today to cheer him up a little bit. Maybe sign off. Maybe the test pattern. But the you ID. Notice, you notice how distracted you've been ever since before the show started. I was asking both of these guys if they'd heard that story about that uh, kid and his family that washed up on shore, a Cuban, and uh, nobody knew, knew from it. So you won't find that on the funny pages of the sports section in the newspaper. And I'm sure it was right on the front page with a big headline, right? Alien 2 shows up. And ever since then, he just he hasn't been the same again. He's he's uh, distracted. It's affected my day. What would you like to hear on WQM 6 to 9 a.m.? We asked on our poll on neilrogers.com. 358 people have already registered their opinion. Rick and Suds, 156. I wouldn't listen no matter what you put on, 58. The first team, Joe Gelly and Defoe, 55. Classical Music, 23. Ron and Ron, 20. Paul Castronova, 19. I'm happy with Mo, 16. And Bob and Tom, who made a late addition on there, they're moving up the ladder fast with 11. They're, they're moving it. Bob and Tom of uh, Prison Bitch fame. What do you think? What about Jack in the Box? Should we play that again? Sure. No, because this is the one day a year when I like play stuff that every other day of the year that I refuse to play it. 
Right. Not playing a crapitation contest because, first of all, it's not in my DCS. I'm sure you got it there, but it's too damn long, and it's not even remotely funny anymore. You think? I don't know which one that is. Which was that one? The farting contest. <laughs> oh. No. Just say no. No. Good. Miguel, what do you think? Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what you ought to be doing. Go to your website or go to somebody's website. Go to the Internet and log on to dryconcepts.com. They're all excited about their new website. They discovered the Internet at Dry Concepts. Oh! Which they may be a little bit late on that, but they sure were way ahead of the rest of the world when it came to discovering dry cleaning carpeting. In fact, they're still the only ones anywhere who do it. And, of course, with the holidays here... It's too late for Thanksgiving, I'm sure, but nevertheless for Christmas and Hanukkah and New Year's and all the other good stuff, all that company that's going to be coming. Get your house looking fantastic, just like brand new, including those really dreary-looking carpets. They can make them look and smell and feel just like brand new, so when you and all the company roll around on the floor together, you'll have an extra good time. And, of course, you don't have to worry about getting ripped off because at Dry Concepts, they give you a written guaranteed price before they start the job. The only thing at the end of the job that will be a surprise is how brand new your carpets look to you. They smell them any fresh. They're dry in a couple of hours, and you're a happy camper every time. Dry Concepts also does an unbeatable job of cleaning your furniture and drapery, spot dyeing, fiber protection, carpet repairs, implant oriental rug service, the best in the world, deodorization, and water damage restoration if you should ever have a flood in your house or in your pants. So call them right now toll-free and get your house looking like brand new for the holidays. Call 1-800-248-5071. 1-800-248-5071. Clean today, entertain tonight. Not just a slogan, it's their business at Dry Concept. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAM. You're a bastard. Hey, how the hell are you? Welcome to Jack in the Box. I'm Jack, and I'll be happy to fill your order, if you know what I mean. Uh, I'd like a Jack burger and a large fries. Sorry, pal, we're cleaning the grease fryer. We don't have any French fries today. Oh, okay. Uh, then just give me a small order of fries, please. Look, Chief, maybe you didn't hear me. I said we don't have any fries today, so how about something else? Oh, okay, then uh, just give me an order of fries. <sighs> Listen up, pal. Who put the straw in strawberry? Nature did. That's right, nature did. Who put the ape in apricot? Nature did. That's right, nature did. Now listen carefully. Who put the freak in french fries? There ain't no freak in French fries. That's what I've been trying to tell you, butt breath. There ain't no freak in French fries. Now get out of my sight before I shove your teeth so far down your throat. You'll have to sit on a Jack Burger to eat it. Oh, and have a nice day. Let me take you down to
down Cause he loves his tooth With strawberry peels He's making drug deals As long as he can hit him out Strawberry stash lasts forever Now when he's swinging at strike three I'll bet he must be high on blow And all the little kids will think that it's all right To get real high and grab a bat Let me take you down to Yankee Stadium Where strawberry fields While making drug deals they're never gonna kick him out Strawberry rehab forever Strawberry rehab forever He'll probably relapse forever Welcome the two newest New York Yankees, Daryl Strawberry and Doc Gooden, and their personal coach, Steve Howe. Howe, that's what I'd like to know. Doc Gooden's in the wind-up, the straw man snorts the line-up, he's drooling like a dog who heard a bell. He's high as a lab rat. From smoking the crack of the bat He doesn't like cocaine Just likes the way it smells Snorting eight balls Daryl's rolling up a twenty Snorting eight balls And he's giving good and plenty They lick the twenty dollar bill Their teeth are grinding like a pepper mill Doing eight balls Alcohol and pills Steve Howe is in the bullpen, his nostrils are wide open, he's so f***ed up he thinks he's on the Braves. He gets advice from Doc, and Doc prescribes some rock, so first he blew a line and then he blew the safe. Snorting a ball, they abuse the magic powder, snorting a ball, sprinkle it on their clam chowder, prescriptions got perpetual refill. They do it in the pool if they had gills. Doing eight balls, alcohol and pills. All that money. Eight balls, alcohol and pills. I like.
like to welcome you all aboard. This is your manager, Buck. Hi, Buck! Get a little, get a little, get a little, get a little, get a little. 
1126 and 560 WQM. Happy Thanksgiving from all your paisans, all your close personal friends at QAM. Tom Lehman, speaking of close personal friends, our, our buddy and Hallett Pontiac GMC are proud to announce the great Neil Rogers Neil Deal 0% sale. That's right, with approved credit from GMAC, you can get 0%, what is it? Zero down payment, that's what I said, and 0% financing on all 2002 and 2003 Pontiacs and GMC models plus zero payments for 90 days. Or if you like, Take a rebate of up to five grand. And as always, it hallowed zero hassles when you shop for a car there. Don't forget to mention you heard about the Neal deal and save even more because they love me, they love this show, they love Carlos, and they used to love Miguel. Check out the complete line of gas guzzling GMC SUVs, including the Envoy voted by Motor Trend as SUV of the Year and the new Pontiac Vibe SUV that's got the power of a big sports car and will just puke that gas out. Hallett's also got a big selection of dependable used cars, trucks, and SUVs. And like I always tell you, why do I say like I always tell you? Because you know why? Because I always tell you. If somebody else turns you down for credit when you apply to buy a car, if everybody else turns you down for credit, this is the place to turn because they'll cut you a deal. It's the great Neal deal, 0% sale going on right now at Hallett, 13401 South Dixie Highway. That's US 1, right across from the falls, open every single day of your life, seven days a week. For more information, call the Neil Deal Hotline, toll free, 1-888-534-4211. That's 1-888-534-4211 for Hallett Pontiac GMC, who are, who be, professional grade. Live and local, this, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. Why don't you go back to Cuba, you spick bastard? Driving through Brentwood at night with a glove in his bag. His evidence bag waits at the Bronco. Opens the window to leave a few drops on the floor. A smudge on the door. Officer Mark Furman. Where did that blood come from? Officer Mark Furman. He dropped the bloody glove. Simpson and Cato, back from a burger and fries at a restaurant near. A noise in the rear, OJ is napping, dropping his socks near the bed, but there's somebody there. Planting some hair, Officer Marfan, where did that blood come from? Officer Marfan, he dropped the bloody glove. Newt Gingrich does the hanky panky. Newt Gingrich has a skanky wanky. Newt Gingrich does the hanky panky. Newt Gingrich does the hanky panky. We thought he only spanked his monkey. They tease Bill Clinton about it all the time. Yeah. They call him womanizing low-life slime. But newbies chasing girlies all around the desk. That's why his shirts are tucked, his hair is a mess. Who would have thought, whoever would have thought that? All right, here we go, on the desk, let's go. 
Uh, Mr. Speaker, Mr. Speaker, the committee would like to know, uh, are those high heel shoes sticking out from under your desk? I see. Okay, then, uh, uh, the committee sees no impropriety here, and uh, there'll be no further investigation. Him working on his pickup lines. Okay. You come here often, baby. Watch your sign. A pretty young Republican and all alone. Hey, pretty baby, can I give you the phone? Who would have thought I never would have thought that? Come here, baby, and meet the junior speaker of the house. Who King, which does the hanky panky? Who King, which does the hanky panky? One, two, three, four, five, come on over, honey, now come and take a drive to my big house in Chappaqua. We can both get juice and maybe a little Panama. My wife is on business. She's out for a week. I'm like a kid in a candy store. It's time to cheat. I got pretzels, hot dogs, cold beer, and pizza. You remember little Billy, your leaning tower pizza. It's going to be a wild time at my home in New York. Cause to me, darling, cheating's like a sport. Unzip my fly, it's all good. Coming over, honey, now blow on my trumpet. A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Monica without my wife. Now a little bit of Monica's what I see. When she's far away, that's Hillary. A little bit of Monica's what I need. A little bit of Monica memories. A little bit of Monica, here I am. A little bit of you, I'm a happy man. Short and pale and thin and sickly, the girl with emphysema keeps smoking, and when she passes, she flicks her ass and goes. <coughs> When she smokes, she's like the chimney that shoots up clouds and smells so nasty that when she passes, she passes gas and goes. <coughs> oh, but she wants to quit badly. Coughing a big chunky lungs. Yes, she would give them up gladly But each day when she has to go pee She sits on the can and lights three Short and pale and thin and sickly The girl with emphysema goes smoking And when she passes she smiles with big yellow teeth <laughs> Smokey, ah, 
she tell where she's going? Yeah, she would give them up gladly. But each day when she has to go pee, she sits on the can and lights three. Short and pale and thin and sickly, the girl with emphysema goes smoking, and then she flashes that smile with big yellow teeth <laughs> and gunk underneath. She just cannot breathe. It's only a wheeze. Can I have a light? Please. No. 11:38, 22 till noon at 560 WQAM. We're all choked up about it because it's Thanksgiving. Mad Dog at one, Hank at three, the big O. Seven o'clock tonight, and then you got the Shitco Panther preview with ten Panthers at the uh, Kings out on the West Coast. 10:30 tonight, ESPN Radio overnight. Which be boy, we sure got a lot of ESPN Radio next uh, 24 hours, don't we? Man. 1.30 to 6 in the morning overnight, and then tomorrow after um, Hagen and uh, Curtis and... Vla How come uh, Dave Hagen's got his last name on here? Is there a special reason for that? He's moving up in the world? No, no seriously. How come it just says Hagen? It's got Curtis and Vlad and Hagen like... I don't get it. Maybe it's Tom Hagen. Anyway, they're going to be on 6 to 9 tomorrow morning. You'll definitely want to miss that. And speaking of definitely, mark on your calendar... Uh, to sleep in late. The Beast is going to be doing the show tomorrow. All four hours, nine to one. Shocking. One to five, speaking of embarrassment. Oh! The Big O comes back again tomorrow afternoon, and then we got ESPN Radio all the way through till Friday morning. Monday Racing's back at Pompano Park. Pompano's now, but before I do the spot, should I do the poll? 411 votes on the poll. Like I said, it's changing again. Come on, get with it. 413. What would you like to hear on QAM? Six to nine in the morning. Rick and Suds, 172. I wouldn't listen no matter what. 67. The first team, Joe Geldy and Defoe, 65. Classical Music, 28. Ron and Ron, 22. I'm happy with Mo, 20. Paul Castronovo at 20. And Bob and Tom, 19. They're moving up. They're on the edge. Like I just started to say, Monday night harness racing is back at Pompano Park. That means four nights a week they're doing it for you. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. First post time, 7:15 in the p.m. Free general parking and free grandstand and free clubhouse admission every afternoon and night at Pompano Park. And don't forget. If Monday racing's back at Pompano Park, there's got to be a free spaghetti night coming up, and that's this coming Monday, December the tooth. With every Pompano Park program purchased this Monday after 6 p.m., you get a coupon good for a free spaghetti dinner、oh! on the fourth floor players' lounge. Life doesn't get much better than that. Bring your own glass for your teeth and your own polenta, please. And this Saturday, November 30th, is family fun night at the track with free prize drawings for adults, free mini horse rides, popcorn. Gifts, face painting, and a magic show for kids, all starting at 7 p.m. Why not come out for an evening of great harness racing action? Root home a winner from the rail. Treat yourself to a private box seat on the fourth floor, or enjoy a Ben and Jerry hot fudge sundae or a slice of Bellotti's pizza. And don't forget the Broward County Fair is underway at Pompano Park through December 1. Make it a double header with a trip to the fair and night at the races. And of course, if you want a really outstanding meal, the sixth floor top of the park dining room is open with nightly specials, the best seafood steaks, and prime rib dinners in town, and you'll have a great time up there. There's also a great all-you-can-eat buffet on the fourth floor players' lounge, only 10.95 per person. And don't, and that's every racing night. And don't forget, every day, seven days a week, you got full card simulcasting, starting at noon with highlight harness and turbo racing action from all over North America. Pompano Park. Don't forget, live racing. What day is it? Wednesday. Live racing tonight and four nights a week. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Free clubhouse, free grandstand admission. Post time, 7:15 at Pompano Park. 
Get off your duck. The Mad Dog is out of control, and you'll find out why when you hear the latest release from Blockbuster Entertainment. Jim Mandage sings duets. Well, well all right. Riding around in the breeze. Well, all right. Hear the Mad Dog. Jim Mandage sings classic rock. All right. felt a little bit foolish. I don't like a eunuch in a whorehouse. But now, he says... I like it. I like it. The mad dog just can't kiss enough of that cottage cheese butt. If he wants me to sing God Bless America and pasties in the G-string up here, I'll do it. you got soul, and everybody knows that it's all right. Whoa, it's all right. Listen to the mad dog sing himself happy. All right, all right, all right. Things Duets, available now at all Blockbuster stores. All right. Well, we're old girls who think we're as 
How much for a kiss? How much for a kiss? Could I get it for a nickel? Could I get it for a quarter? It costs more money than I'll miss. How much for a hug? Eight bucks. How much for a hug? Could I get it for a nickel? Could I get it for a quarter? It costs more money than I've got. How much for a quick feel? How much for a quick feel? Could I get it for a nickel? Could I get it for a quarter? And would I get a good deal? Can I touch your high knee? Can I touch your high knee? Okay. Could I touch it for a nickel? Could I touch it for a quarter? You wouldn't have to remind me. No. <laughs> I've got no money to spend. Won't you be my friend? Dime could take us far. If you'll please get in my car, and I'll say to you, How much for a home job? How much for a home job? Could I get it for a nickel? Could I get it for a quarter? Can I afford a home job? A home job. Return to Santa. I got a sweater from my grandma It was pink and black But don't worry, be happy Was printed on the back He wrote upon it Return to Santa Just send me cash Your tacky sweater Gave me a rash I got a fruitcake and some plaid pants Hair clippers for my nose Another bottle of Old Spice Boy, did I get hosed He rode upon the Return to Santa Who needs this junk? This year's Christmas Really stung He rode upon the Return to Santa Don't mean to be rude But this Christmas I got scrooged Return to Santa Return to Santa I only have one hand. 
off, get off this instant. She looked like a lady. Walked like a lady. Talked like a lady. But I got wise. There's a dick between the thighs. Oh, yes, there is a dick between the thighs. You showered me with kisses. I thought you were my queen. But I noticed something funny. I saw the bulge in your jeans. She looked like a lady. Walked like a lady. Talked like a lady. But I got wise. There's a dick between her thighs. Oh, yes, there is a dick between her thighs. You were my perfect lover, but how I was surprised. Not only do you have one, but you're not circumcised. Oy. She looked like a lady, like a lady. Like a lady. walked like a, like a lady, talked like a lady, but I got wise. There's a between her thighs, oh yes there is a dick between her thighs. But critics agree, this collection of holiday songs may very well be the most moving and memorable of all time. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Just like the ones I used to know. Yes, Candle Wax Music presents Elmer Fudd's Christmas Classics. And this 24-record set is truly incredible. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey. Oh, what fun you'll have hearing these timeless classics performed by America's most beloved hunter of wabbits. Rudolph the Wet-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it was. Elmer Fudd's Christmas Classics, not available in stores. And when you receive your set in the mail, you'll know why. Hello, everybody. I sure hope you like my Christmas Classics. <laughs> so call toll-free 1-800-FUD. Operators are standing by. Santa Claus is coming to town. It's 11.56 at 5.60 WQM. Happy Thanksgiving. It's our big yearly extravaganza. Oh! 440 votes on the poll today in our very important scientific poll. Uh, what would you like to hear on QAM between 6 and 9 in the morning? Rick and Suds, 180. I wouldn't listen no matter what. 71. Tied with the first team got 71 for Joe Geldy and Depot. And then it's way down. Classical Music, 29. Bob and Tom, 23. And they were a late addition. I'm happy with Mo, 23. Ron and Ron, 22, and Paul Castronovo is in last place. No. Yes, 21 for Paul Castronovo. No. Isn't that shocking to you? No. Thanksgiving is tomorrow. If you're traveling or the family is coming to you, the last thing you want is to go schlep to the airport and have to start looking for a place to park. Then when you finally find one, it's usually about 20 miles to where you have to go. National limos can change all of that for you. 
They'll arrive at your location on time in a brand-new sedan, limo, van, whatever you need, to take you wherever you have to go, hassle-free. National Limos not only takes care of your transportation in town, but anywhere in the world. So when you arrive at your destination, National Limos will be there waiting for you. Call National Limos at 1-877-376-3200. The call is free. Now's the time to start planning on how you're going to get to and from all those holiday parties, too. So let National Limos get you there and back safely and conveniently, in other words, alive. And for your sports fans out there, there's no better way to get to and from the game than in one of National Limos super stretch limousines or luxury coaches while everybody else is going nuts fighting the traffic. So don't forget, if you're looking for a way to get to the airport, the game, or just a night around town, do what I do. Call National Limos toll-free, 1-877-376-3200. Tell that Neil Tordy to call get 10% off on your first airport service or a free hour of chartered limousine service, whichever you prefer. 1-877-376-3200 for National Limos. Live and local, this is Sports Radio 560, QAM. Well, uh, it beat at 12 to 1 hour on WQAM. Hello? Hello, I was calling about the wabbits you have for sale in the paper. Okay. What kind of wabbits are they? Okay, I have some, uh, lops. Yeah? And I have some lops, some spotted lops, and some solid colored lops. Oh, wonderful. And I have a, a straight ear doe, and I have two dwarfs. A widow dwarf? They're a small rabbit. Oh, okay. Uh, we have a farm. Uh-huh. And we like to play with the wabbits on a farm. Uh, you wouldn't happen to have any, uh, like, little wabbit handcuffs? Any what? Little handcuffs for the wabbit. Handcuffs? Yes. I'm sorry, I never heard of them. What, uh... Well, you, we, we use them when we hunt them on the farm. We like to hunt the wabbits. And we take them and nail them to a tree by their ears and then skin them alive. Uh... Do what? Hello? No, I, I, if, if that's what you're going to do with these rabbits, sir, I couldn't say you a rabbit. Well, we, we have a little game we play called All Wabbits Must Die. No, sir, no, sir, no, sir. Uh, I wouldn't say you a rabbit for $50. I like to hunt the wabbit. Well, that's okay. You you go out in the wild and you hunt rabbits, but these aren't for kill. I like to put them in a little pen and then hunt them down unmercifully. No, sir, I'm sorry. Couldn't say you're a rabbit. Sometimes we even spear them through the head with a rusty water. for calling the Santa Claus hotline. To hear what Santa does to the elves during the off-season, press 1. To talk to Mrs. Claus, press 2. To... Oh, Santa, squeeze my toys. Oh, yes, I love your long, hard sleigh. Ah, oh, I want to fondle your balls of holly. Ah, oh, eat my fruitcake. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, let me ride your reindeer. Oh, ride him, Christmas cowboy. Mrs. Santa Claus is coming to town. Ah! 
Well, I bought some new potato chips because they ain't got any fat. But an hour after I ate them in the john I sat, I knew they had some side effects, but I thought I'd take a chance. But right after I swallowed them, I felt my colon dance. Ain't Olestra, my bowels began to seize. Now I'm in the can of squatting with my pants around my knees. Ain't Olestra, now I'm afraid to sneeze. Cause I might feel something disgusting running down my knees. Well, I should have seen that morning that they put on the bag. And I should have been suspicious when the clerk gave me a rag. So if you eat them, don't be surprised if your belly hurts. And in about an hour, you'll have the Olestra. Eight Olestra, my bowels began to seize. Now I'm in the can of squatting with my pants around my knees. Eight Olestra, now I'm afraid to sneeze. Cause I might feel something disgusting running down my knees. This holiday season, it's the classic story of how one mean old person who hated this time of year had a change of heart. The JCC proudly presents... How the Schmuck Stole Hanukkah. Every Jew down in Jewville liked Hanukkah a bunch, except the guy who lived just north, whom they all called the Schmuck. The Schmuck hated Hanukkah since the day he was born. If you ask him why, he'd just say, Get off my lawn! No one knew why. He was full of this mush. But if you ask me, it was because he had a bug up his tush. Yes, the classic story of Dr. Schwoos comes to life. See how he hatches his sinister plan. Then with a grin, the schmuck yelled out, Eureka! I'll go down to Juville and steal Halloweeka! Hey, it rhymes. So he took all the presents, eight days' worth of boxes, and he took all their candles, and he took all their loxes. Witness the magic as the schmuck sees the true meaning of Hanukkah. But the Jews weren't crying, though the Jew stuff was gone. He thought they'd be sad, but the schmuck, he was wrong. Then the schmuck smiled brightly as he looked down at them. Maybe Hanukkah means more than just candles and phlegm. So the schmuck came down to Jewville with presents in hand, and every Jew came to greet him, every Jew in the land. I brought back your gifts. I hope you're not sorry. I brought back your dreidels, your ties and menorahs. The Jews pondered about what they wanted to do. Then the mayor Jew said, I got it, we'll sue. They said they'd sue for so much. The list was real high. We'll all sue you, schmuck. We'll all bleed you dry. <laughs> but then they all laughed, showing they were good sports. See, we were just joking. Spoke the judge, Mr. Schwartz. Then the schmuck sang with the Jews and danced until late. And at the end of the night, he lit candle eight. So don't miss How the Schmuck Stole Hanukkah. This production is rated eh. Smells like bile, she's got crust in her eye. She smells like a urinal that attracts lots of flies. When she sits on the porch, she picks the scab on her knee. Her teeth are brown when she smiles, she's the trailer trash woman for me. She has lice up above, she's got crabs down beneath. I called a trailer and woke the family Her father's her brother, her uncle's her grandpa But I don't care, she's the trailer trash woman for me 
looks like a slime. Her nose is running some slime. Oh, her hairy gun hangs out. She has twelve chins. She has a sweaty behind. Rectum. She wipes her mouth on her shirt when she's eating. She stinks at the time of the month that she's bleeding. She has a hairier chest than Lou from Taxi. I can't put this love on the shelf. She's the trailer trash woman for me. All right, girl. You know I mean this from the bottom of my heart. No one is as special as you to me. That's why you are my. Trailer trash woman, indeed. Brings a tear to your eye, don't it? 1209 at 560 WQAM. Happy Thanksgiving to you. 452 votes on a poll. Pretty impressive. What would you like to hear 6 to 9 a.m. on WQAM? Rick and Suds, 182, over 40%. How do you like that? Oh! I wouldn't listen no matter what, 75. They're uh, busy. They're doing something else. The first team, Joe Geldy and Defoe, 73. And after that, it's like small potatoes. It's a race for last place. Classical music, 29. Ron and Ron, 24, who don't even exist. I'm happy with Mo, 24. Bob and Tom, 23. And Paul Castro. See, I gagged trying to say it. Paul Castro. No. Bo, he's in last place. You're sucking wind, Paul, 22. Tight battle for last, though. Don't forget, tonight's a big night at Treasure Island. George is off this week. He's on vacation, but it's never, uh, you know, no matter what. Pneumonia, vacation, nothing keeps him away from Treasure Island. Carlos will be there praying it. Pull a hat down over your head, Carlos. That couldn't hurt. <laughs> and Miguel will be there, who I'm sure will be in a better mood. Is he still there? I'm here. Okay. Well, I see you're probably as upset because he's got such a tough assignment today. Now, if you guys were smart, you would have had food brung in. Did you get food in. in there? Huh? Brung in. You had it brung in. Drug in. You'd have had drugs and food brung in. Anyway, 5 to 7 at Treasure Island tonight, they'll all be there, all the horny and desperados, and Miguel, too, because he wants the free booze and wants to get paid, too. Treasure Island, just north of the 122nd Street exit off the Palmetto, 5 to 7 this afternoon, drink specials and the crappy QM prizes, too. It's here, the holiday shopping season. Everywhere you go, traffic, lines, parking hassles. If you need a new mattress, do you really want to be out schlepping around? No. Of course not. So do what I did. Call the vetting experts at 1-800-MATTRESS. That's the number to get you in touch with Dial-A-Mattress. Now's the time to call 1-800-MATTRESS. Get your new mattress today and sleep like a baby tonight. Dial-A-Mattress carries the area's largest inventory of top-quality Sealy, Serta, Simmons, and King Coil mattresses. I've been sleeping on a Dial-A-Mattress for years, and I can guarantee you personally they are the best. And delivery, unbeatable. You get same-day delivery, evenings, weekends, and most holidays. They've got a 99 on-time, 99% on-time delivery record. Call now, have your new mattress in as little as two hours, or choose the date and time most convenient for you. They're not like the cable company that gives you that eight-hour window and still doesn't show up. Plus, they take away the crappy old bedding and set up the brand-new one. And if you're a snowbird just coming back, get rid of that old mattress and have you relax on a brand-new one, you'll be sleeping better than you do at home. Call Dial-A-Mattress now, toll-free, 1-800-MATTRESS. That's 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Avoid the holiday shoppers. Don't waste time schlepping from store to store. For the best mattress at even better prices, it's 1-800-MATTRESS for Dial-A-Mattress, the easiest possible way to buy a bed. Local. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. QAM. Go f*** yourself. 
toothpaste doesn't taste great, your kids don't brush long enough, which could lead to ugly tartar buildup. The solution? Regular checkups and brushing with new crust, the tartar control toothpaste laced with crack cocaine. 
Hey, son, almost got in there. Dashing, get back, dashing. Rust is not only clinically proven, it's also highly addictive. So your kids will brush and brush and brush. And brush and brush and brush. Come on, Billy, it's been 45 minutes. Flushing, 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 flushing. If you're not careful, you're going to wear those teeth down to little nubbins. Oh, God, no. Wrong, son. Almost got a crust. Hook your kids on a healthy habit for life. Brushing with new crust with crack cocaine. Sure, I'm going to be late for work now, but it's good to see Billy brushing. Get out, old man. This is a carjacking. Billy, what are you doing? I sit out. Billy, where are you going? Got to sell the car to get more crust. New crust toothpaste laced with crack cocaine. Recommended by 9 out of 10 drug addicts. Take a sip, fill this Christmas, and before you're feeling ill, you see anthrax and you make tracks, have your prescription filled. Anthrax. Take a this Christmas, so you won't be feeling bad. Don't unlock the mailbox till you gobble down a tab. Oh, shove the rubber gloves on my hands for me. Somebody hold a cup while I take a pee. Have a sip, bro, pill this Christmas so you don't disappear. It's a patriotic antibiotic Christmas this year. Santa zapped all the presents with gamma rays from his new irradiation machine, kids. They're as safe as a hamburger. Finely powdered, finely powdered spores. Take a sip, bro, pill this Christmas. Hide one inside your brazier. For a patriotic antibiotic Christmas this year. All right. Summers, you know what? You got me talking on the passion phone. Off the gas mask reindeer, got them from the CDC. I still remember getting my first candy from my grandfather. It was Worthless Original, and I was four. I remember it like it was only yesterday. Hey, Billy, let's play a game. What? Guess what I've got in my pocket. A piece of candy. Right. Guarded by a snake. Right again. Grandpa, I don't want to play this game anymore. Okay, let's play Find the Candy in the Crevice. Oh, Grandpa, it always melts when you put it there. Yes, those games with Grandpa scarred me for life. Which is why now that I'm the grandfather, I'm scarring a whole new generation with Worthless Original. Hey, Timmy, say hi to Wet Willy, the Worthless Wonder Worm. Oh, no, not the Wonder Worm. Worthless Original, giving children nightmares for over 60 years. Come 25 at 560 WQAM. We got 476 votes on the pool. It's getting tense. Isn't it getting tight? Wow. Well, on the, on, the, on the ass end, it's getting tight. I mean, up top. What would you like to hear on QAM 6 to 9 a.m.? Rick and Suds, 191. I wouldn't listen no matter what you guys did. 79. They got the other uh, commitments. The first team, Joe Geldy and Defoe, 77. Classical music, see, after that, after those top three, way down. Classical music, 30. I'm happy with Mo, 27. Ron and Ron, 26, who don't even exist, no Mo. 
Bob and Tom, 24. They're moving up the ladder after a late start. And Paul Castro, no. Bo, still sucking winning in last place with 22. See, I hate to break the news to you, Paul. No matter how many setup calls you make to Petey Lenny, in fact, why would we even waste your time calling Petey Lenny? Huh? He don't hire anybody. And he sure as hell having him call here. I don't hire anybody, et cetera and so on. I don't get involved. Why not be a man and call Muff, okay? And that sound you're going to hear is probably the dial tone on the other end. Only a real man's got the balls to call Muff, you know what I'm saying? 26 past noon at 560 WQAM. You don't have to be a real man or woman or anything else. All you got to do is be breathing to benefit from a great new product called Oleomed. Oleomed Mediterranean formulas are advanced combinations of the purest olive oil that money can buy, combined with good things. Vitamins, minerals, herbals, other nutrients, scientifically designed to provide natural nutrition solutions to help you support specific health needs. And look for Oleomed's three great new formulas. There's one to help you sleep, one to help you control your weight, and CoQ10, which is stupendous for your heart, your pulse rate, all of these things. All using the benefits of pharmaceutical-grade olive oil, the best you'll find. Oleomed is a great new product that's good for you, and you can pick some up today right now at Publix, Eckerd's, and Walgreens. If you want to get more information about all of their products and what they do for you, call Oleomed toll-free at 1-866-OLEOMED. That's 1-866-653-6633. You can order their product and get more information on their website, too. It's oleomedamerica.com. And please don't forget, as if you possibly could, if you visit your nearest Publix and buy an Oleomed product in Data Broward, you can get a coupon for a free Larry Coker bobblehead doll oh! while supplies last. And also, don't forget to visit the sampling pavilion at Sportstown every Sunday when the Dolphins be playing home games. And there you can pick up some product information and free Oleomed samples, too. Start popping some Oleomed in your puss for good health today. My, my and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAM. This Ron and Ron. And now, here's Timmy Dean, founder of Timmy Dean Pork Sausage, with a few words about new Timmy Dean bagel sandwiches. Hello, I'm Timmy Dean. You know, if someone had told me 25 years ago that I'd be making bagels, I'd have said, huh? That's Jew food, isn't it? But times have changed, and I guess I've got to change with them. But I don't have to like it. You people want your bagels, I'll give you your bagels. With a big old greasy slab of Timmy Dean pork sausage on it. New Timmy Dean non-kosher bagel sandwiches. If you're Jewish, you can buy them. You just can't eat them. New Timmy Dean bagel sandwiches. There's a little bit of bigot in every bite. HBO presents a family story. Two elderly women come from Cuba on a mission. Armed with only stale sugarless candy and a Yahtzee board, they must bring back a young boy by any means necessary. Phyllis George as Mariela Quintana and Charlotte Ray as Raquel Rodriguez in HBO's Las Abuelas, the Grandmothers. If you don't give us the boy, we're going to chop you up into little croquettes. Forget about Uncle Fidel. He's in the joint on racketeering charges. We're the new enchiladas in town. It's La Familia redefined. HBO's Las Abuelas, the grandmothers. Sunday nights at 10, 9 central. I, the me, I got the gas really bad. The grandmother. It's the new Microsoft Xbox. Xbox. Featuring the Michael Jackson. Put his nose back on game. Mom, I did it. I put Michael's nose back on. No, you did it. It's upside down. Oh, no. Get right before Tina rips it off again. I've only got five seconds left or Michael's whole head will explode. 
Xbox. Xbox. Michael Jackson. Put his nose back on game. Sequined cloth. And flame retardant hair sold separately. Fuck off. writing this thing now. Sylvester Stallone reprises his role of former Green Beret John Rambo. Get this. They've got the 55-year-old Stallone parachuting into Afghanistan to do battle with the Taliban and head terrorist Osama Bin Laden. The part of Bin Laden will be played by the cab driver from Wings. Here's a scene from this riveting piece of Americana. Hey, uh, Osama, I'm gonna put it in your head. What? What's he saying? I don't know. I couldn't understand. What's he saying to me? Say it again, Rambo. Uh, yeah, I'm going to put it on your head. Uh, take it down. Uh. I still don't understand. What's what he talking? Saying, uh, could you know? I got nothing. I got nothing. What, are you hooked on phonics? Say it, say it. Hey, boy, I put it over there. It's uh, absolutely. Uh, he said absolutely. I think I heard Adrian. What do I care about Adrian absolutely? Take your saggy boobs and get out of here. Rambo 4, sometime next year, unless Hollywood comes to their freaking senses. Since the 70s revival, it's a common scene in many doctor's offices. you got to tell me, please, why can't I dance? Well, I'm afraid you have white meningitis. White meningitis. A tragic affliction causing so many to give up trying to get down. Staying alive, oh yeah, staying alive, woo! The symptoms are easy to spot. The inability to snap your fingers or clap your hands anywhere near the beat of music. Wow, what a groove! Dig it, baby! 
your singing causes an instant gag reaction to all those standing next to you. Oh, my God. And, of course, when you're out... No one wants to stand next to you. Hi, guys. <laughs> Wait, where you go? Come back. We wish we could say there's hope for white meningitis, but there isn't. The only recommended course of action is rhythmic abstinence. Well, there must be something you can do. No, just stop what you're doing. You're embarrassing the hell out of us. Uh, thank you. In record stores now, it's the most repulsive Christmas album you'll ever hear. Ellie McBeal purges all the Christmas favorites. <laughs> Ellie McBeal purges all the Christmas favorites. Listen to it while eating fruitcake. <laughs> An actor who comes from the UK Charming and pleasant in a quite friendly way A sense of humor to make someone chuckle Eyes so blue they cause women's knees to buckle He was caught by cops in Hollywood They say that he was up to no good Fans are not crying, it caused a big mob When you... Got a hooker and got a blow job. Get a hooker and get a blow job. In the backseat, she went down on his knob. Cop broke it up, they saw her head bob when you got a hooker and got a blow job. English don't have sex, they drink too much tea. Unless you're part of the royal family. But Hugh Grant's not like that, he's no regal snob So he got a hooker, he got a blowjob Get a hooker and get a blowjob In the backseat she went down on his knob Cops broke it up, they saw her head bob When you got a hooker and got a blowjob Oh my god What's that crap they played down the hall? That's power! What garbage. The kids today don't know what's good. Like that song, uh, I'm happy I live in a split-level head. You remember that? <laughs> How can you... Listen. I'm happy I live in a split-level head. I'm happy I live in a split-level head. You don't remember that? No. No? Why am I surrounded by morons? Come on, Howie. Don't you call me Howie. I've got enough insubordination from you, pal! You shut up, fatso! Okay, that's it! You're all fired! You fat stupid boob! You listen to me! You're fired! Kelty, that goes for you, too! You know who I am? I'm the king of paradise! Ha 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 I came down here after losing my job to be a big fish in a little pond. When they kicked me off ESPN, they told me don't come back again. 
I had some problems with wise guys who advised I move to paradise. Florida. Fire! That backfield ain't no Louis Nye. That guy was funny. You're all fired! And I hope that chick guzzler dies. I hope he dies! And I hope you all die! I'm a big fish in a little pond, see? A big fish in a little pond! Is anybody listening to me? I'm a big fish in a little pond! A big fish in a little pond! A big fish in a little pond! Yeah! What is anybody enjoying me? Now, now, calm down, Howard. What do you say we go have some nice sushi? Okay. Top 40, 20, 20 till 1 at 560 WQM. How is that poll coming? Approaching 500 votes. Pretty impressive, don't you say? Yeah, not bad. Who would you like to hear on QM 6 to 9 a.m.? 498 votes to be exact. Rick and Suds, 202, 40.5%. I wouldn't listen no matter what, 82. First team, Joe Geldy and Defoe, 79. Classical Music, 31. Bob and Tom, 27. Ron and Ron, 27. I'm happy with Mo, 27. Three-way tie there for, like, second to last. And Paul Castro, no. Bo, he's a second win again in last place, only 23. I think that seals the deal, Paul. The answer is absolutely uh, no. no chance. Get lost. You know, when it comes to eating and good food, there's so many good restaurants to choose from. But if you're looking for the best deli in Miami, you bet it's Herbet's. Herbet's has been slicing it and piling it on thick for over 30 years now. It's New York-style deli at its finest with Herbet's homemade pea soup, delicious daily specials, and the best pastrami, corned beef, and brisket under the sun. Herbet's has even got the pickles, the coleslaw, and cucumber salad on the table like the good old days before you old people put everybody else out of business. Herbet's was even voted the best breakfast and cheap eats restaurant on CitySearch.com. Now's the time to be doing your holiday party needs, and Herbet's does a stupendous, unbeatable job with holiday platters and catering for the whole family for family parties or at the office. Herbet's has been serving some of the Miami's top corporations for years. If you order now, mention the Neil Rogers Show, you'll get 10% off your holiday catering order. And when you do, call be sure and say, hey, you're sure that Herbie Golub is gone? Please. Can't beat it with a stick. Her best is located on 79th Avenue, just off the Palmetto Expressway. Call Greg at 305-592-7818. That's 305-592-7818. Or reach him on the net at HerBets.com. The best deli in Miami, you bet. It's HerBets. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. With your funky yellow teeth so far apart Condoleezza, Condoleezza, what you be doing? Just the old fascist like that token Schwarzer's dog Is you day cause you a high-tone boot-lip Negro? You the blackie and your mammy who be smart. Does they like how you shine their shoes, Condoleezza? All the way you wash and park the whitey's cars. Georgie Jr. say he trusts you, Condoleezza. Sell our allies on the greedy oil walls, but then he make you clean all the White House bathrooms. 
At the old barn door, got my saddle turned around. I'm a riding on the horn. Look inside, folks are dancing all around. There goes Johnny in his mother's nightgown. All the man left and all the man right. All the man needs is a pillow to bite. Give your partner a silly smirk. All join hands for a big circle jerk. Volunteers, all raise your hand. Who's gonna be the next pivot man? Invite your partner home for a drink. Lick your lips and give him a wink with a great big smile and a great big nod. Let him know your gerbils deep clawed. Man. Oh, 
Join uh, George and the guys tonight at Treasure Island this afternoon, 5 to 7. Carlos will be there. He'll be in a great mood. See if Miguel's in a better mood by tonight, okay, no, by no, 5 no, o'clock. No, 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 no. Why, why not? I don't know. Somebody must have. He's still upset about that poor Cuban kid. As a matter of fact, he's so uh, he's going to take in the whole family in his house oh! just because he's so devoted. That's yeah. gone. Anyway, we got the Mad Dog coming up next, and then we got uh, the Humper at 3. Now, listen, tomorrow we got to give instructions to the audience, right, because uh, the Beast is going to be on tomorrow from 9 to 1. And uh, it's going to be, if there's one word I'm trying to think of what it's going to be tomorrow. Uh-huh. Brutal. I mean, it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be sensational, right? Right. And he'll have all those stories to tell about how he got canned off the morning show and about uh, losing the weight and how Troy. That'll be great. For life. Yeah, he could make it interesting if he grows a pair. So tune in tomorrow morning and see if the beast grows a pair by nine. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye, bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. I don't have a penis.